for me, what puts me over the edge is the fact that like it sets up a lot of stuff that can be paid off. And I, I I'm okay with that. Like you're 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 talking about magic water Jesus. You may fire when ready. What exactly is it that they do? Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. How are you all feeling? I am Doug Big in the Czech Republic, Wagner. Uh, just are. in case anybody was curious, um, I'll 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 uh, I'll, I'll elaborate on that in a moment. But so we are fun. very excited to be with you all. We yes. have a finale, so this is the end of the season three season. Um, so we're very excited you all are joining us for this very special very episode. Before we do intros and the whole nine yards, I did mm. want to give everybody a spoiler warning. So we are yes. going to be talking Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Um, so if you are not wanting to hear spoilers, uh, don't worry. We are going to put timestamps in the episode description. So that way you can, uh, you know, listen up until that point, stop it, and then come back mm. after you see the movie. So yes. um, if you haven't already, if you have seen it, then nothing you need to worry about. Right. You're golden. Um, but just in case anybody's curious, this is a spoiler warning uh, ahead of time. So just be yes. careful. They'll get you. Yeah. But gentlemen, we, will also, go uh, ahead. Well, we will also be going over just to give you all a quick run of show. Ooh, um, just to relate back to the timestamp portion with the things in the description. Yes. Uh, we are going to go over intros. Um, if you're here for catch that quotable, we're actually going to wait for catch that quotable for next Indeed. year. So we'll take where we are with the money in the pot from Roman Myers and say a huge thank you for being Roman Myers being a huge supporter this year and all the money that he's helped donated and things like that, that will continue um, next year in 2023 and season four. And so we're going to go past cash that quotable because we have of what Brian called a chunker of a show. This is a, this is a chunky boy. This is a chunky boy. It's a little hefty. Okay. So we're going to go through, we're going to do our introduction. We're going to do check-ins of course. Then we're going to talk about what our favorite movie was from this year. Look at all Roman. <laughs> okay, bye. Roman. Thank you for joining oh, us, Roman. Uh, we really appreciate you. Sorry. I mean, we can squeeze one in there if we want to, gentlemen. We want to make an audible, right? Oh, no. No, we've, we've, this is a chunker episode. We've it's got a lot. a lot to get into. The it's movie was three hours. The podcast <laughs> is not going to be that long. So we've got. We got a big it. steaming pile of I never thought the Snyder Cut would look like a mini movie, but here we are. So very anyway, true. Um, we're going to go over our favorite movie that has been released or that we reviewed this year. All three of us will have our opinions. We're going to go through the DC catastrophe that is currently happening. Um, yeah. And then we will talk about Avatar Way of the Water. So stay Absolutely. tuned and lock your socks in. Absolutely. Socks are socks are locks. Um, yes, gentlemen, we have a very Marcus just outlined it, a very exciting show. But I'm going to kick it on down to Brian Emo Whale Roush. Hello, Brian. How you feeling? You know what? Feeling great to be here. I'm I, I'm excited, but also like I was anxious choosing my favorite movie like of okay. the year that we have reviewed. Uh, so I, like I'm I'm really hyped to talk through it. I don't even know if I have like a final locked in 
answer. Like if I had to go right now, I would give you one, but it's, it's like that fluid right now. So, um, also I want to give our socials a shout out, make sure to follow us on TikTok at films in black and white. We're always putting stuff out there. Uh, and that's where you'll see a lot of like the, in the moment news reactions and stuff like that. Obviously we go into exhaustive review here. We don't leave anything unturned here, but make sure to follow us there on TikTok. Uh, yeah. So just also it's like the holiday season. I'm really excited about it. I decided to take an extra day off of work today. So like I'm only working until Wednesday now. So when this comes out, that's my last day of work for like two weeks. So I'm I'm hyped. What a way to treat Uh, yourself. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. And I'm, I don't know. I'm curious to talk about way of the water. I don't know. It's like, I just, I'm, I I need to talk about it. And you two are the only two people that I know that have seen it. Yeah. Which is, I think funny. Anyway. That's yeah. where I'm at. How are you doing, Doug? Uh, you know, I'm doing well. Um, there is a potential blizzard coming in that's interrupting our travel um, plans. So we're bumping everything and moving everything yeah. around. So yeah. you know, I also uh, am going to maybe experience that Thursday, Friday. Yeah. So it's it's just one of those things where it's like lately, I don't know what it's been, but I've been like, oh, living here is such a fucking choice. <laughs> like, it's just it's one of those things where I'm like I could live anywhere else like it i've said out loud i could live in california like and i've i've looked at Brittany and been like we could live in california like we don't have to live here we've we've made a choice um and so there's that uh but on that doing well um busy time just trying to wrap things up before um the holiday break um and so also as a dad my kids are squirrely as hell they are oh, just yeah. like they are filled with the spirit of the holiday, and that apparently causes your ears to just shut off. Yes, so you just don't listen to anybody who says 100%. anything to anyone. Going through the same thing. Yeah, we. Yeah, I, I totally feel it. Ears are at fifty percent. Everybody, holiday yeah. spirit is at one hundred and fifty percent. Ears are at fifty percent, and I it's need Christmas magic. Yeah, I just I need the magic to come to a hundred so ears can get back to uh, uh, operating. We don't know how the magic works. We don't it's know. How the yeah, exactly. Works. It affects I know, everything. I can end up a chimney with a, a nub of a body in my hands. That's true. That's very, very true. <laughs> um, uh, but gentlemen, but but I also need to kick it on over to Marcus Grand Finale Destin coming you know, to us it. from the you future. Yeah. Marcus. Wow. Yeah. I'm, 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 feeling. I'm feeling good. You know what I mean? I'm so glad I got the fuck out of South Dakota, man, for various <laughs> reasons. Um, <laughs> just for various. As soon as you get off the plane and you just see more black people or just a mix of people yeah you just a, just a variety yeah. of, a diversity of people if you will yeah i um, will around yes. you know it's just it is a it's a breath of fresh air in a way of like you get you walk by one house and it's like blue the blue line flag right but then you walk down the house and then it's like the rainbow it's the rainbow flag and then you the, it's the house right next to it. and then the next time and then the neighbors are waving and greeting each other and it's kind of yeah. like hmm, didn't see that coming but uh yeah no, it feels good i'm i'm in Virginia. I'm in Chesapeake, Virginia at the moment with my god my godmother and my god sister. And we yeah. had just kicking it. Got off the plane and went right to a graduation party. That's like, oh wow. That's awesome. Straight, straight line, straight line. So we're we're doing good. The future then- is bright. And that's and that's a marathon because for those of you that don't know, Marcus and I were up early to be on the plane. So Marcus was up <sighs> at 4:30 Eastern time to be at the plane and ready to go. So he he had a day, but it sounds like it would it ended in like the best possible. And, way. and like getting yeah. to we get there, right? And our and our airport is like it don't be busy like that. It don't be jumping like that. Not usually. We get to the airport 
and Doug is like, yeah, we pull up. Well, we both agree. We was like, yeah, if we pull up, you know, flight boards at maybe 4.30. So if we pull up at 3.30, 3.20, sure. we'll be fine. Yeah. And we get there and the line is, I think we were, I may have been in line for like 10 to 15 minutes. So yeah. by the time that I get to the front of the line, because it, eventually it starts moving. So Doug yep. stay behind, make sure I was good. Yep. When yep. I get to check my bag in, he asked me what my name was. And I said, my name is Marcus Destin. Oh, he's like, okay. Let me see some ID. I show some ID. He says, oh no. And he like walks over to the other person and is like asking this question. I'm like, what's going on? And the, literally the woman that was in front of me got, was getting, is getting on the same flight, right? She got in, she went through TSA and all the other stuff. Okay. He tells me, he comes back, he says, I'm so sorry. Our check, our check-in, which is like 15 minutes before the flight boards just ended. Yeah, like what? as soon as he took my ID, so I had to check my bag through TSA because yep. they couldn't check my bag at the front. So I had to take what? it all the way through, get checked. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. And of life. course, when I got that through TSA, I had to get the pat down. He was like, "I'm so sorry, sir. I know you're running late for your flight, but something went off in the detector. I got to touch your sack with the back of my hand." <laughs> and it was a whole thing, but we made it, and we're here. We're so. That's, that's an adventure. That's a very intimate. That's a very intimate experience. I that wish hour. he would have taken me to dinner first, but at least he looked me in my eyes when he groped me. That's nice. That did, he, did he give you like a like? Oh, I'm sorry. Like, he actually thanked me because the person before me also got pat down, and they were giving him hell. And, oh, and then he came to me and was like, he said, "I really appreciated <laughs> your patience because." I, I he was like, "I'm I'm really appreciate you for your patience." He said because people have been giving me hell all morning. I was like, dude. If you tell me I can't go, I literally can't do it. it to me, right? When it comes to yep. sports, I find it pointless to argue with a ref after they made the call. Like, right? What I hate is like, go back. They, they're not going to take it back. They may give you one down the line to like even shit out. But right, I yep. find it pointless to argue with like ref and officials. Like, they tell me stop. What I'm going to do? Barge through? Like, what the fuck? Well, but, and, that's, <sighs> and that's how I feel about traveling too. Because since I've traveled more for work lately, I've been in a lot more airports over the course sure. of the past year. And so one of the things that I've noticed is that like you have a choice. Like <laughs> you can be an ass, you could choose in that right. moment to be an asshole, yep. or you can choose to be like, you know what? They're doing their job. And what am I what like what what's gonna make this situation better? Like, is it gonna make well, it better for me to get in their face, or is it gonna make it better to be like Thanks for doing your job. Have a good day. And then like, just take a deep breath and deal with my stress in a different way. Like I, I just, uh, I always choose the second. I mean, and with the TSA, like the TSA is awful. Like as an organization, they don't like do a no. whole lot and I'm not going to get into it. Cause like we have a lot, we have, we still have avatar yeah, in time DC mess the system to talk being about. broken, Brian. But like, see, also, Brian, see, see Robin Myers while we can't do hashtag <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give you my opinion on federal agencies that are bad. Apparently, anyway. that is yeah. <laughs> you know, so important. <clears throat> look, all I'm saying is like I don't like the TSA either, but I'm also making a choice to fly, and That's I also true. like. I don't like it at all, but like, yeah. okay, like I'm going to take my belt off. I know that's what they expect yep. of me. Yep. I'm going to take my belt off. Respect to you, like Fourth Amendment guy who's like, oh. yeah, it's an unrightful search and seizure. I get it. But I also <laughs> need to get this flight to California, and and I yeah. just you know what? Like we all know what's going on here. Anyway, I also that, paid the TSA's a whole other podcast. I also paid four hundred dollars for this ticket, and unless yeah. you're going to give me four hundred dollars, <laughs> yeah, it looks up. like I'm going to take my belt off and shut the fuck up yeah. about it. And also, what scared me just as a last point when I got yeah. not scared me, but it did kind of scare me. 
because when I got out of the thing where they make you do the the boogaloo, yep. they put you in a full Nelson and this yep. X-ray machine go around, right? Yeah. Yep. So you hop out, and I'm like, what could have went off on me that would have like it was specifically the crotch area, and <laughs> I think it was like my shoulder or something. Like, it was like something in the neck or something like that. And I was like, I, t- I don't wear my jewelry anymore when I get on the plane because I just put sure. it back on once I like get to my second flight or whatever. I went to go extend my arms for him to do the check, and all I see is my Apple Watch. Like this, and for some reason, oh. it scared the shit out. I thought somebody was gonna tackle me. It was like, <laughs> he's got his Apple Watch on. Get him! And I was just, he's gonna I call it a nervous. drone strike. Like, yeah. Yep. I don't. So I don't want you to feel like that. Just yeah. to no, fly, like, man, to go see to your family, Marcus. You shouldn't have to feel like that. I don't <laughs> like that. Uh, but the TSA but, did their job. But yeah. I want to pivot uh, pivot us over to obviously, gentlemen. This is the last episode of season four. It is, and so I'm very excited that we are. Sorry, last episode of season three. We are journeying into season four. But gentlemen, looking back on the last season, you know, we are like forty four, forty six episodes, something yeah. like that, this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? Looking back, what do you think is your favorite episode or favorite movie that we've done for the pod? Well, I have a question yeah. before that. Yeah. I wanted to go over your middle name, your nickname. This oh, week. Big in the Czech Republic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does yeah. that yeah, what mean? What does that mean? What, what is that? that so as an independent podcast, you sign up for various, you know, tracking websites to take a look at your metrics, right? And so I signed us up for a uh, tracking system called Chartable. Mm-hmm. And Chartable, like, basically takes your information and sees where you are chart-wise not just in the United States, but around the world. And so you can like figure out where things are and see where you lay based on how, like based on like listens and gentlemen, we are very big in the Czech Republic. I cannot like, we can't walk down the main street of the capital in Czech Republic <laughs> without getting swarmed at this point in time. It's, you know, it's kind of, it's like a hindrance really. It That's is. A, it, it interrupts so all it's of hot. the business that I have to do in insert capital of Czech Republic oh, here. It's so hard. It's what very hard. Uh, I can't go anywhere down there over there. Um, but we've charted at number 75 for movie wow. and TV podcasts in the Czech Republic. Thank Which, you, Czech Republic. Thank, you, thank you, Czech Republic. We are very excited. And for those that may have doubted us, check that, bitch. Check that. <laughs> God damn it. Check that, ho. Oh, I. Uh, the, by the way, the capital of the Czech Republic is Prague. Uh, okay. I should know this. My mother has a story from there. That's for another time. But yeah, we Prague, are very Czech big Republic. In Prague. And I also, big. I texted my friend Z, right? And Doug knows Z. Yeah, I text my friend Z Zabiniak. Shout out to Zabini, right? And mm-hmm. Z is from the Czech Republic, right? He's and he goes here to USD as, and he works for the university. So I sent him the screenshot of the text, and Z's <laughs> literal Z's response was, "Is this an episode or the whole thing?" And I said, <laughs> "No, it's the whole thing." And he says, "What the fuck?" He was like, <laughs> "It's the most happen? random shit." <laughs> you don't know about us. Like, yeah, damn, you should your really friends back home haven't told you about us. About it. It's either it's either Z's doing that we're that popular in Czech because he's the only Czech person that I know, right? Right. Well, second right. Czech, but he's the only the main person that I know, and or we're just popular in Czech, yeah, man. So we check just, that bitch. We scratch uh, scratch that itch over there in the Czech Republic. Um, 
So yeah, thank you yeah. for making me explain that. That's a good. That's a good. Set. That's yeah, a good yeah, caveat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but gentlemen, and let's start with Marcus because you were the last person we did check-ins with. Oh, Favorite episode or movie of what we have done in the past year or so? You know, I think I have for different reasons. I have favorite things, right? Okay. Um, I think Fresh is not my favorite movie, but it is one of my favorite original. Something that felt like oh, new, sure. yeah, and original for us to talk about that we had no past like background or anything I, with. I mean, I only watched a preview because people wouldn't shut up about it on my yeah. timeline. And I think we pretty much went in blind. I mean, the preview doesn't really give anything away. No, yeah. No. But Brian, but Brian, as far as Britney's concerned, oh, this was your this was your movie. Yeah. I you did this that. to her, yeah. and she is very upset about worst it. episode. But uh, I do, I, I do feel like one of it's kind of hard because we've been doing this for a while now, right? It's true. There's a okay. Spider Man No Way Home is my favorite movie that we've done. Got it. Sure. Okay. Spider-Man No Way Home, I think, has been my favorite movie this year. Aside from on the back end, we got Violent Violent Night, which I also think was a good podcast. My favorite yeah. moment, though, I think was the Avatar episode where we just talked about the braids. And it was, I think it may have been just like a regular news episode. <laughs> I think it was it was the news shit. episode it before was a news we did episode. It. So that for me was like a really good episode for me. That's outstanding. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's a good one. That's those, the, the, some of the best moments of this podcast are completely unscripted. Oh. And we're just like, we're talking about a news article from it, Collider. Yeah. That's like the fifth one down it, on the list of them. And it's just, those are the best moments. It, it was our November 9th episode. If anybody November, wants to go back, it's when we talk about the Oscars, Avatar two and Percy Jackson. If people want to go check out that Thank episode, God. Brian, that's outstanding. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. No problem. So, um, Brian, blue clone yes. blue clone roush yeah uh, your favorite episode or movie that we've done for the past year i favorite movie i i, I can't i wrestled with this but okay. i'm gonna commit to it my favorite movie that we reviewed was top gun maverick oh, it God, has surprised me as it has surprised you but I keep going back to that movie and how it made me feel. And it just like, it yeah. was just like a roller coaster ride the whole time. And it did a lot of things, right? Like I can't think of a movie where that like, like I just, I was like, this is silly. And like, it knows it's silly, just like adrenaline junkie stuff. Yeah. Like just, it knows exactly what it is and the marks it has to hit. Um, I'm always going to remember that like, as like, yeah, that's probably the best movie we've watched sure. like that year. It's probably the, like, I, like it, it beats out prey by like a hair, but I was about to say prey, but Top okay. Gun Maverick be, beats it out. Oh my gosh. Roman, Roman, Meyer, Roman, Roman, Roman Meyer said prey was a pretty good episode. Yeah, and like, yeah. that, So Top Gun Maverick, Spider-Man No Way Home and prey. Those were my top three, like yep. movies that we reviewed, not like top yeah. movie of the year for me, but I fresh agree. was in the conversation. Yeah, Those were like my top three. Yeah, but sure. at the end of the day, for if sure. I have to pick one, it's Top Gun Maverick. I'm going to talk about Prey later, so I'm not going to take up oxygen now. My favorite episode, though, is hands down Morbius. Like you go listen to <laughs> our so Mor Morbius I'm so episode. Glad you said that. And you, you, well, if Doug's going to talk about it, I'll yeah. stop talking. But that was, that was that, my favorite episode. So uh, just as a reference, the Top Gun Maverick episode is episode 20 from this last season. So June 1st was that episode. So um, you can go back and check that one out. Um, but Brian, yeah, I, I had as my favorite episode is the Morbius episode. And the uh, reason hands being down. is because y'all, <laughs> Brian, Brian <laughs> is 
amazing. He but is. Brian oh, also gosh. can be sometimes yeah. frustrating because something to yes. me can be so obviously <laughs> terrible. Yeah, he's like, you know what? It's fine. Yeah. They did their best. It's yeah. okay. Like it didn't do it for me. That's true. Somebody, somebody might have liked it. Yeah. And this is the first episode where Brian was like, "No, fuck that. It's yeah. bad. Like it's yeah. really bad." Yeah. Yeah. And so my favorite episode <laughs> is the episode that broke Brian. Which is more is. that is a good it point. Is. The only other time I've seen Brian do that was when he maybe first came on, or the second time Brian came on and we did Artemis Fowl. Yeah, and, he was and like, I, oh. I know. That, those are my favorite yeah. episodes where we can just tear a movie, not oh. going into it trying to tear a movie in the straight, but just like be in agreement of like, oh no, this was a shit show. Yeah. Oh, my man. favorite movie we did for me is uh the batman not my yes. favorite like not my favorite like movie mm. of the year but of the movies that we watched the batman was definitely up there i also so had kind of like some other painful. ones that were just kind of like fun watches so like yeah. prey was on that list but also yep. like super was on that list because mm -hmm. you remember we did super mm -hmm. too so like there it. was just some like some of those like random more like mm -hmm. where did it, like mimic like mimic is so fucking like <sighs> random I'm, but it was I'm, it was fun mimic. so those are mine that's one of the reasons that y'all should stick around films in black and white because yes. yeah we're gonna do these big headliner releases but like we're gonna talk about movies from five six years ago that still have a really big cultural yeah. impact and also they're like good movies before the year 2010 yeah like i just like yep. i feel like you go to like every streaming service and it's like no movies before 2010 mm -hmm. exists yeah. sorry mm -hmm. anyway I, yeah. yeah mimic was a great I episode too. plus and they gotta pull shit out there listen got a problem with these streamers and i don't know when we're gonna get into it but i just want to say this no, let us let us hear it lay it on us man there i and you, I am one to use my parents' Go uh, you know, streamers, right? Oh, we, me too. We, you know, we use our, you know, we're logged in. We, oh, yeah, we password right? share. So now I have, I think, every streamer, every major streamer listed now, right? My current mm -hmm. of the year at this point of the year, 2022, is has been HBO Max up to yeah. this point. I don't know what it'll turn into after this, but HBO Max has been my go to streamer. Yep. Of when yep. I go to look for a movie, it's the first app I open. Yep. One of the two worst probably is Paramount and uh, what is the the, the other one? Um, Peacock. Oh um, yeah, those two apps I don't like. Doug don't. is raising his hand, so I'm I'm gonna finish this thought and just yeah. say, yeah, there's they when they're trying to scrape up some bullshit. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's, they mm -hmm. will find a way to like. We, I was trying to find the feature movies. It felt yep. like I was scrolling through 20 movies, but it really, yep. it was like five major movies and then some indie type. They yep. had the Pacific Rim, fake Pacific Rim, Atlantic Rim movie on fucking that, Peacock Paramount. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, and it just blows my mind. If you want a B movie, you go to Peacock. You, like, know, I, Peacock. you go to, you go to, you go to uh, either Peacock right. or you go to Paramount. Here's what I will say it, the redeeming factors for Peacock. Peacock does this thing, and I, I think it's more for shows than it is for movies mm -hmm. because there have been so Halloween, Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas. They collect all of the episodes from the shows that they have the rights to have that holiday and they basically put them in there. So if you want to watch all okay. of the Parks and Rec Halloween episodes, that's, that's smart. go nuts. And mm -hmm. so I will give them some ingenuity there, like in that sense. Also, I watched Krampus this past week. Ooh, how on, was that? Uh, it. It's very good, y'all. Oh, my mini review of Krampus is 
again, I did not expect a Christmas movie to further propel me into the holiday season. <laughs> but Krampus <laughs> of all movies, a mm. horror movie about the German other right. half of Santa Claus. Y'all, it did it. Like it propelled me when I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you need to hold the spirit or otherwise Krampus will literally take your whole family away. So it I was good. That. It was good. Um, so and, and I watched I... that there. So go ahead, Brian. I know all I want to say, Krampus, Krampus saves Christmas is our, Krampus is our saves Christmas. Chiron right now, Chiron. <laughs> um, I propose that we have so much to say about this that when we come back in January or February, yeah. we do a state of streamers episode and we just we just rank them all and we go like down a yeah. rabbit hole. Um, so Roman Roman's saying that we should have played catch that quote. I have a, I have just, a feeling it's a micro review. I have a feeling. I mean, it's I mean, it's not too late to call an audible. You know, well, what I mean, no, that's okay. what I, mean. I think we know uh, what the answer is. But... At this point, I feel like yeah, 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 feel yeah. like it is. So, um, what was your? What would you say is your top streamer like right now at the moment? Like your favorite? The one I go to the most is HBO Max. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't go to HBO Max as often, but it is the most it is the most like frequented app that I use for streaming yeah. this year. Otherwise, I'm I'm probably on Disney Plus or Netflix. Yeah. I would um, say that's just me personally. Like, if I'm talking like household wise, it's yeah. Disney Plus, then it's Hulu, then yeah. it's HBO Max. Well, what's your yeah. most used? I guess favorite and most used maybe two completely different things. Most used, most used is Disney Plus, hands okay. down. Oh, yeah. Disney Plus, most used. Yeah, we okay. use it almost every day with the kiddos. A hundred percent. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. I before we before we dive into the DC mess, are there of just off the top of your head of the movies that we are scheduled to get in 2023? Is there a movie that you are excited to review? So just some notable big ones that are supposed to come out: Creed Three, Ant Man and the Wasp, um, Scream Six, the Shazam sequel, John Wick Chapter Four, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. Fast Ten. The Little Mermaid. Any of these are you are excited about for 2023? Okay, I feel mm. like this requires two separate answers, right? One, okay. what I'm personally happy, excited for, and then one that I know we will have a good episode for as yes. a unit, as chemistry wise. Creed three, hands down, absolutely is yeah. the most is the thing I'm most excited about. Yes, right? hands down. I don't give a yeah. fuck about another Marvel movie at the moment. Because Creed Three is coming. Wow! One that I know that we will probably do really well with is more than likely um, either Guardians. Yes. You, what was the second one you named after Creed? Uh, could be the Super Mario one. John Little Lincoln, Mermaid. Sam. Oh, Little Mermaid. Is, Little, Mer Little Mermaid. You had another movie in there, but I feel like it would be like that Marvel movie because we're shifting. Ant Man and Ant the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp is probably. One yeah. that I feel like we'll do really good on, especially if we get like Stephanie Williams, you know, she comes yeah, on right. to kind of do something like that. That'd be fantastic. I would love I, that. We'd love to talk to her again. Yeah. Uh, love yeah, she's she's writing a My Little Pony story, by the way, and Amazing. she's writing a Scarlet Witch and Storm story that's she's only on Marvel Unlimited. So if you're on Marvel Unlimited and you like Storm and Scarlet Witch, she did a companion piece. Uh, and that that starts also that. has uh if you missed out on nubia and the amazons it was packaged as a graphic novel that released today and oh. then on top of that she did Christmas. a wolverine family marvel yes. called, 
uh, family snicked like yeah. with, like the sound of his claws coming out. That uh, that is looks pretty cool. I'm excited. All right. Shout out to I, the movie. I'm actually super pumped about next year. Obviously excited for the Marvels, but I feel like I don't have enough information to like be officially True. hyped. I'm actually really excited about the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, I I feel like they're gonna get it right this time. Uh, if you don't know, they've done movies previously no, that were not the i'm not gonna say they were great um but i'm really looking forward to this one yeah, they're not i think good. it's got a great cast I, I love the cast and i love I've, I've as someone that has played dungeons and dragons i'm really excited to see some of these adventures come to life um yeah it, it looks like a good fantasy romp so yeah. I, i'm excited for dungeons and dragons let me translate Brian for you. The first one they did was dog shit. I mean, so, I'm pretty sure it was like direct to VHS. I remember watching it when I was in middle or high school one day when I was sick. Like I was at home sick. And you know how like your yeah. parents would run to Blockbuster for you? Like that's. Oh, that's man, that's. That a, oh, man. Yeah, that's 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 how old we are, Brian. That doesn't exist anymore. It's like that whole concept it? of. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. So even the red box is dying. That's true. So I am. I'm excited, obviously, for the Marvel stuff, just because at this point I'm hooked and I'm kind of curious to see where it's coming out. Mm -hmm. But one movie that I think I'm going to be secretly excited for is this Adam Driver like sci fi movie called 65. 65. Oh, I saw that preview. Amazing. And the reason why is y'all 65 looks like Turok, the dinosaur hunter, which was an old (laughs) Nintendo 64 (laughs) game about a guy who literally just shot dinosaurs with various different weapons. It looks very similar to that, and I'm kind of curious to see how it shakes out. Plus, Adam Driver usually does either something like super sci-fi, yeah, Star Wars, mm-hmm. or super serious, see yes. nerd story. Like, so I'm kind of excited for this, like him doing more sci-fi stuff. He won't watch yeah. it, so no, he will totally have to won't. be the judge of how that goes. Yeah, yeah. So those are the ones that I'm kind of. That's the one I'm pumped for. Great, yeah. picks. but gentlemen. There's been a mess at DC and it's kind of we've touched on it a little bit last week, but I want to actually, Brian, you put together a fantastic document how this is supposed to work out. So, Brian, sure. Run us down what's going on over at DC Studios. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll share my screen. Why not? Let's let's let's, let's, do it. Let's, do it. let's make this a full thing. Y'all. Come it. On. It's the season right. finale. Here we go. Here we go. So, Brian, so for those that don't know, Brian is bringing up a a document. Ooh, also, that is going to be on our list. So, thank you, Roman. We'll definitely do Indiana Jones. Um, Oh, yeah, Roman. We're definitely doing Indy. Looking forward to when we review the Indiana Jones movie. So, Brian is going to share his screen, and we are going to take a look at this document, (laughs) which is basically like a timeline of what has happened at DC Studios. For those of you listening, this is not a sexy thing you're missing out on. No. The audio. It's literally a Google Doc. (laughs) What a a way to promote the the Patreon live screen. Right, right, right. But it's helpful. Yeah. No, actually, though, if you could see it, I'm a visual person, so yeah. like you could actually see the timeline. So yeah. yeah, you should still subscribe to our you Patreon. It's five dollars yeah, a month. What the fuck? Get it for somebody for a holiday gift. Like yeah. it's five bucks. Like what are you doing? Anyway. Do it for Brian. You should zoom in if you can hey. a little bit on that. Yeah, I can. Uh, let me. We're gonna figure that out. Yeah. Listen, why we do that? The best way to support us in this, you know what I mean? As we go into 2024, if there's anything that you want to see. 
right? As a podcast, there will be some changes coming, y'all. We're going to do some things so that we can evolve and take this independent podcast to the next level. And so if there's things that you want to see, let us know. Hit our DMs. But the first thing you could do, follow us on socials, follow us everywhere, and interact with us when you're there. Absolutely. All there right. we go. Very helpful. All right, Brian. Thank take you, it Marcus. Away. I really mm-hmm. appreciate that. Uh, all right. So just a quick like clarifier here. So essentially, I'm going to just, we talked about some of this in our previous podcast. Yep. Uh, so go back and listen to our Avatar. <laughs> it's the Avatar Review Podcast, the 2009 <laughs> the one. one. Go back there if you, if for any of the Hollywood Reporter stuff from December 7th, most of the stuff we're going to cover happened from December 17th to december 19th which gives you kind of like a a frame of reference of how fast this thing is moving um but essentially uh basically where we start with this mess and i'm going to try to summarize this as fast as i can please this arguably this all starts december 5th variety puts out a piece saying black adam will probably be a loss we all know dwayne johnson on december 7th he cites a deadline article, by the way, this is all linked. We'll put this in the show notes. He cites a deadline article saying that the Black Adam box office will be a profit between 50 and $70 million. And he's really pumped about it and references Captain America, the first Avenger for some reason. Anyway, um, later that day, December 7th, the Hollywood Reporter uh, has their article come out that Wonder Woman 3 is not moving forward. This is what we talked about on our original, our last week's episode. Yep, so go yep. back an episode if you want to hear us talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, about six-ish days later, about a week later, yep. on December 17th, Patty Jenkins via Twitter releases a statement saying she didn't walk away from Wonder Woman 3. No. That's what she said. She instead, I'm going to just quote her, uh, but it's something... <laughs> uh to the effect here of i the vision wasn't matched Mm -hmm. uh where i wanted to go where i wanted to go with it they didn't want it to go there basically and she's still open to it apparently right yeah uh i don't know it's a lot of wordsmithing i'm gonna be honest it's a lot of you can go look at it yourself but uh, the the vibe to me is that um, Wonder Woman 3 wasn't going to happen the way she wanted it to happen. I think right. is the most diplomatic way I can I can say it. Um, anyway, that's Patty Jenkins. And oh, she has yeah. exited Wonder Woman 3 officially. And she's now talking about Rogue Squadron. And she's like, I don't know, maybe it'll get greenlit, which y'all know Star Wars Twitter for me being on this show. Like, you know what Star Ooh. Wars Twitter did. They made it trending within mm-hmm. a day. So Rogue Squadron's trending. We'll leave that there. Patty Jenkins, I can't wait to see your space pilot movie. Uh, All right, so that's December 13th. December 14th, uh, there's an article from Variety saying, hey, that Matt Reeves Batman, that's joining the DCU. Literally that afternoon, James Gunn tweets, no, that's not happening. This person is wrong. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, Later that day, and I can't believe this all happened within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Later that day, uh James Gunn makes a tweet saying Henry Cavill is no longer going to be Superman. Mm-hmm. About a 20 minutes before that tweet, you go to Instagram and Henry Cavill says, Hey, I am departing being Superman because of the WB leadership. Basically, yep. it appears they say WB it. is being the scapegoat mm-hmm. for this. And we'll get into the analysis. And the of rock. This. 
I just want to get the facts out before we start doing like our straight up theories because there's a lot going on here. Yep. Um, and that is where this that is where this particular timeline ends. James Gunn has said other things, but for the purposes of our quick December DC recap, that's it in a spoken word format. So I, I have one there, too. That I, I have one too that's fresh off the press that I would like to add to the timeline, and this is me shaking a, okay. a hornet's nest. So I realize the chaos I'm about to bring to this. Ray Fisher today, oh, is, no. has a bone to pick with, with James Gunn. Oh no, no. And his bone to pick with Fuck. James Gunn is that years ago, when the Josh Whedon stuff first started to come out. Alan Tudyk, who worked with Josh Whedon on Firefly, right, um, tweeted out like, uh, "My experience with Josh is that this has never been a thing. I find it hard to believe." Like, da 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 da. Yeah. And then, then James Gunn liked and like retweeted Alan Tudyk's tweet, which this is all social media e, so it feels very middle like school. Yeah, but, but anyway, so Ray Fisher goes, Great, James Gunn. Now debunk this one, and like oh, basically, geez. like, post the screenshot of it. And essentially, he goes, Great, I would love to. What happened was, I never should have liked that because shortly after making a comment, Alan said that he really didn't know anything about it and co- should have kept his damn mouth shut. And I, you know, also shouldn't have participated in something that had nothing to do with me. But then the problem is, is that like moments later after doing that, James Gunn goes and finds that tweet and deletes his comment and deletes the tweet outright. So essentially the latest tweet from the latest tweet from Ray Fisher is the way James Gunn uses fake grace on Twitter is really funny. He's going to bat for Josh Whedon, pseudo apologizing for it, then deleting it immediately before taking his new DC job. Refusing to apologize for toxic behavior seems to be a requirement for WB slash DC. I don't feel, oh no, please don't put me in this position. Oh dude, I, this is I'm not going to put anybody anywhere. I'm not going to put anybody yeah, anywhere. You don't have to. You but like, I, I wanted to stay up to date. Okay, I'm gonna do that. How how do we how y'all want to go about this? Because Marcus, I got let's a little break, tangent and a little rant. Let's just break I mean, it down. like where do, I mean, like I think you should just start where where it feels natural. Because I have a pet theory of how this is all going, and it doesn't fit yeah, into a timeline. So go where the spirit moves you. Oh, amen, hallelujah. So listen, <laughs> here's okay. I didn't want to have to be in this position, and y'all know me. If you listen to the podcast, everybody in check. I am the Snyderverse guy, and I've also said I got what I wanted. Okay, and y'all, y'all play me for a fool now. Who looked like a fool? I appreciated this whole the universe and Justice League was connected story that was given while we had it. Because now, guess what? It's got to be rebuilt, and we won't see this shit for another what five, seven years. We don't know the next time we'll see the Justice League all together. We don't the same say we don't know. We don't right. know, right? But I appreciate it while we had Henry Cavill. I appreciate it while we had Gal Gadot. Okay. I appreciate it while we had all these people together. That's just me. That's me on my personal house. Is it a win for y'all? Y'all don't give a fuck. But for me, no. I do. Now, I, I I just I want to chime in. Like yeah. I think the Snyder cut unironically is like that. And I know some critic film critics will like be like, you're a joke. But to make a four-hour superhero movie. And have it be good is is that's all I'm saying. That's impossible. That's all. And I'm Zack saying. Snyder did it. And I and that's I'm all I'm saying. saying. I'm, wait, hold on, wait. We watch fucking. We just watched the three hour movie. We also we just watched. We also have watched like 
um, Lord of the Rings shit and all of these other things that oh, are like, yeah, oh yeah, you know what I mean. And to do it in a world where superheroism or whatever this category is is like up and popping, but to do it in a different way to me was a win for Marcus. Sorry, dude. yeah. And here's what I'll say: I think the movie. I have nothing but positive things to say about the movie. My in the entirety of my blame and my ire lives with the community that basically bullied a studio into putting out a cut because I think, because I personally hate, I personally think that because on one hand we can say this fandom is toxic because X, Y, Z. This fandom is fine, even though they did the same shit, but when you do it to a studio, it's fine. But when you do it, it's just it's an it's an in application of like standards that bugs me like right and that's so, a different conversation it, but yes very, I agree. you're very I agree. right though like I it's agree. just my beef I has agree. always been with yeah the, like release the snyder cut folks not with the not, not with, with snyder the, himself not I will, with snyder or the movie itself i will say i will say this yes i agree with you toxic fan base we don't like toxic fan bases is one thing we don't tolerate here okay cool what I will also say is, never mind, that's a different tangent. Here's where Marcus is Mar- Marcus is with this DC shit. I didn't want to have to take this position. Now I don't have to take this position, but currently where I stand right now with no drama, no extra bad shit that has happened or James, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. He has done some things in the past. He has had to apologize. He's lost positions. He's done all these things, right? Nobody's perfect. No human being, nobody is perfect. I don't give a fuck what your position is, right? Everybody makes some kind of mistake, big or small. Social media allows people to see these mistakes and then you have to be held accountable for the shit that you do that's fucked up. That is the biggest part, right? I'm also a believer in giving people grace, right? Grace to grow. Gra- <laughs> I will give people grace to grow, grace to learn just a little bit. Now, here's where I am. I don't feel like that was Ray Fisher. Like, is that a pro? I don't know if that's appropriate to handle things that way in the midst of things going down this way for me from Ray yeah. Fisher. And I know that this is something, accountability is important. And it, you do have to like, Okay, if you start a new job, right, and your boss did some shit, do you hold the old? Do you hold your new boss or this new management for what was happening? Maybe this isn't like a clear, like it's connection. Who's, is it who's who? Who's who's responsibility is the, the individual or the organization? And although he did agree, now James Gunn didn't give a direct apology, but he did say, "Hey, here's the thing." I shouldn't have liked that tweet. I shouldn't have done this thing. Should he have deleted right. it? I don't know. It seems I can't very call it. It does seem, yeah, like, but it is on social media and it is a, like, it's weird to me. Let me say that. I'm not going to say who's right or wrong. It's very weird to me. It is weird. When you could sometimes, maybe you need to have a personal conversation as opposed to trying to do this on a public platform and then say, ha, 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 mm-hmm. we got you. Busted. Gotcha. Red handed. Yeah. And so that's one part. This other part for me is, can everybody just please shut the fuck up? <laughs> Can everybody just let it ride for a second? Any type of transition, and people should know this personally in lives, mm-hmm. to have to, if I had to tweet through a transition that I was going through in real time, in real life, like some type of shit, it would, I can't even imagine having to display that on a, like having to go through that process mm-hmm. in a public light from a bunch of random people on the back end. I'm going to I'm gonna read this from James Gunn and what he said today. I, I, I do. Can I just interject yes, really quick? Yeah, yeah. He did respond to Ray Fisher and he said, my tweets auto-delete. 
um about every uh let me find this really quick not not to give you the crusty the crap not to give you the crusty response but i know like but anyway he is saying that they automatically delete every few months i do know some people that do this at the same time it's not a good look it's not a good thing it's come on it's not and he got i don't know if that's true because the 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 disney thing that happened did the tweets delete then wait a minute yeah, yeah, because see, that's not adding up, and now James Gunn, now you fucking did wrong, and so now that's the. <laughs> anyway, here's where I'm at with DC and the pub. I'm not even gonna pick a side anymore. I'm not even gonna right. the shit that happened. Here's where I'm at. You got to give people time to get the shit together. I am in a Superman group on Facebook, right? Just mm-hmm. joined it like two weeks ago. Nice. They were up in arms about. Oh, I believe it. Everything when Henry Cavill left, they were pissed. Like they were like really going off in this group chat about how stupid Gun is and how this is a dumb decision and we lost one of the best Superman. They were really, really disgusted. I can't even imagine as a person having to helm this thing as two people, him and Peter, of like what direction this goes. This is the tweet. This is the post he put out today. One of the things Peter and I were aware of when we took the job ahead as heads of DC Studios was a certain minority of people oh, online yeah. that could be, well, uproarious and unkind to say the least. Our choices for the DCU are based upon what we believe is the best for the story and best for DC characters that have been around for nearly 85 years. Perhaps, perhaps these choices are great, perhaps not, but they are not made. They are made with sincere hearts and integrity and always with the story in mind. No one loves to be harassed or called names, but to be frank, we've been through significantly worse. Disrespectful outcry will never, ever affect our actions. We were aware that there would be a period of turbulence when we took this gig, and we knew we would sometimes have to make difficult and not-so-obvious choices, especially in the wake of fractitious nature of what came before us. But this means little to us in comparison to our jobs as artists and custodians in help in helping create a wide and wonderful future for DC. Yeah. I don't know. I Just live, let the motherfucker breathe a little bit. That's what I want to say. Here, here's, yeah. Here's my two cents. I think this is less... The whole DC like scenario the whole dc shtick top to bottom i don't i think everybody needs to just back off peter safran and 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 james gunn a little bit i think if we need to anticipate anybody else's if we need to like point our ire anyway anyway to be honest this is just more of an example of like i don't know who's working like who's working contracts over at like DC <laughs> yeah. at WB discovery. David says, well, you're going to lose a job because, or who made the decision to say like, Hey, guess what? Henry, yeah. why don't you go out yep. there and tell everybody on social media that yep. you're Superman again? Yeah. Yep. I don't know who's responsible for that. Part that of me huge. is like, uh, like, you know, what pressures look like? Did he and the rock talk? And the rock was like, no, 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 trust me. I run that shit over there. Go ahead and put it out. Like, I don't know who's responsible, but I think if we need to be mad at anything with this is we need to point the ire that way, because this is, you can't get people's hopes up like that and then take their legs out from underneath them. That's why people are mad. If you had made the decision to say like, look, Henry has one more cameo left and then we're going to move on from his, his appearances in the DCEU. Everybody would have been fine. Like they would have would have been mad, but they would have been mad for less time. The Patty Jenkins stuff, not a problem for me. Like, yeah, is a is it disappointing? Yep. But y'all, business you had to know that they were gonna etch a sketch this. They were gonna shake it up and erase everything. Yeah, well, that, well new. it's also being said, and Gunn also said this. Somebody had put out a tweet that said, 
Um, cannot wait to see what you're cooking up. That being said, the move to boot Cavill and Godot, especially after they'd announced their return, doesn't inspire confidence. James Gunn responded and said, I'm not sure where you're getting that we booted gal. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. And there was a there's a rumor, take this, you know, for what it's worth, that the only returning members of the old DCEU are rumored to be Jason Momoa as a new character, Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Daniela Mel, um, Daniela oh. McCoy, and Viola okay. Davis. And we we kind of talked about that last podcast, yeah. which all of that, if you're asking me, makes perfect I, sense. That that just makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 This is and, nothing. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I, I, there, there's just so much happening here, and like I feel like it does go back. You got to let these people breathe and do what they got to do. I also feel like for all the people that are like, we want Cavill and all these people back. Like it's like, what did you think was going to happen? Like when all of this got restructured, you saw what happened to HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Okay, now they're going to do that to DC. Like you saw what they did to Batgirl. And I'm not saying James Gunn did that, but I'm saying like this leadership clearly Mm -hmm. wanted to go a completely new direction. You had to expect some of these old guard, I guess, if is that what you want to call it? Right. Those folks are going to go like you need a clean slate because the amount of baggage that these folks had with characters in the timeline, it was bad, folks. Mm -hmm. Like Doug was talking about me being chipper and trying to find a positive. And I can't with the DCEU or what was the DCEU because Wonder Woman 1984 breaks so much canon. Like it, 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 it's silly. And we talk about that on our Wonder Woman 1984 episode. If you want to go there, it's one of our better episodes. episodes. Uh, Like it's just the idea. Like anyway, people had to go. Some stuff had to go. And I do think it's telling that James Gunn was like, nobody said anything about Gal. And they're darn right they didn't. Gal Gadot is near bulletproof. Like, she arguably has the best franchise in the entire DCU and the most culturally significant. I mean, DCU got a woman-led superhero action movie out before Marvel. Marvel dropped the ball on that. Huge. So, like, she's... I would say she's almost untouchable. Um... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, if you weren't expecting changes, I don't know what to tell you. I also want, let me say that real quick. Let me add to that to Brian's point. Marvel is in a good place right now, but there will come a time when things will have to be restarted, readjusted, whatever. Kevin Feige might step down. There, there's trans. God forbid something happens. There's going to come a time where a shift will have to happen in the mcu it's either you've told all the stories that you wanted to tell or you're you want to start with a fresh slate and you do a hard flashpoint type reset with everything there that time is going to come and i do believe it'll be in a lifetime where those who have witnessed this that 10-year build-up this now continuing build-up will have to witness that point and be like well where do we go from here now and <laughs> that's not like it used to be and oh what happened to Green? and there's still people in the mcu that complain Bring back Tony Stark or bring back Kiss Evans or bring back. I think, back blah, I, blah, I, blah, think blah. I think we're gonna see it sooner than you think we will. Because yeah, we'll Marvel, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wars. Wars. Yeah. Wars. yeah, that's having in Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah it's I, people I mean like, we predicted that on our Marvel <laughs> our Marvel extravaganza roundup spectacular right, yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. Internet um, really plugging our own episodes here tonight. But yeah. Listen, that's what this podcast is all. Like, Check that bitch. I um, mean, like in the next three, four years, yeah, like <laughs> 
the yeah. Czech. Oh, um, we love you, Czech Republic. Go ahead, Doug. Here's here's the other thing I was gonna say. Is I think the other thing, like, is if my choices as a producer, if my if my choices as a if my choices as a producer are like I have to like deal with people comparing how I use an actor versus how the previous popular person used an actor. This is avoiding further segmentation. So yeah. if we're thinking yeah. about trying to unite a group of people around a brand and a vision moving forward, you can't have old opinions out there. So you need to kill them. And the only way to do yeah. that is to rip the bandaid off. Yeah. And so for me, it makes sense that you said like, no, we're moving away from Cavill because here's the bullshit that happens. Let's say you use him. And let's say you right. do something like, you know, James Gunn did tweet out that cover to Kingdom Come. So let's say that's the storyline. Oh my gosh, people do took you, that way too literally. Too serious, way too seriously. Do you think for any reason that there are going to be people out there that you restore the Snyderverse people who might tweet something that says like, oh man, I can't believe they underutilized Henry's talent <laughs> under like Zack Snyder was able to mm -hmm. get Gunn out of there. Mm -hmm. That's not the, that is not the conversation you want to have to sort through. You want to be able to say, I love new person's performance. They did awesome. Let's move forward. Now, can you control for the, for the, for the, the, the rabble rousers? No, but if you can get it down to like 10% versus 30, it's a lot easier to control the narrative and to build the hype. Can we go back to like season one, season two of this podcast, right? Hold on. Yes, we may. I mean, I want to go back. To Please. like season one or season two of this podcast, right? Well, okay. When you I'm just told you. people on the main stage to just shut <laughs> the fuck up. Everything you say, everything you think does not me. I'm deleting Twitter in 2023. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because I have no holds to tweeting every single thought that I have. Do I put out dumb shit? Of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> but listen. Here's the thing, and this is this this is the part that's sponsored by Rumplemans. Everybody just shut the fuck up because there is there's no way even with the new person that comes in and Gun taking an absolutely different direction, there's still going to be people who hate that too. Oh, okay, and even put me back on the main stage. Okay, let me say this: in hold on, in your in your in your life. Okay, can everybody still hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got you. We got you. Okay, in your life, you are going to make decisions that will change everything for you. Okay, that's true. You're going to make decisions that is going to change everything for you. All right, and people are not going to like every decision that you are going to make. But that's guess what? True. It benefits the circle and the world around you. And you have to make the decision to say, hey, guess what? I'm doing this for the betterment of my family, me, my, my children, my so-and-so, insert whatever here. And at some point, you have to disregard the noise and keep pushing forward. At some point, James Gunn is going to stop responding to you assholes because he's got a fucking job to do. Guess what he's doing? He's running this shit. Guess what yeah. you're doing? On a fucking keyboard. That's right? a good point. Yeah. You are brave behind a keyboard to criticize every single fucking move of people behind the fucking keyboard. Oh, he, he's straight muted. So he's 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 not with us. He we lost him. 
There comes a point where you just have to move the fuck there, on. There, there you go. Um, you're right. And I think the only reason why we're getting such interactions with James Gunn is that I think it's because um, I think there was a lot of criticism of the old administration uh, over at DC not <laughs> being transparent and not being accessible and feeling like they were making decisions in the dark. Mm-hmm. And so Understandable if too. anything... I feel like any response we get for him, whether I like it or not, is an improvement. And I'm going to count yeah, that as I agree. And I, I think, Marcus, you're absolutely right. At some point in time, he's going to become like Kevin Feige. He's going to get to a point where he just does not have the, the brain space yeah. to think about like the response. So, it, As far as the Ray Fisher thing, too, I just want to walk that back a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not involved in that situation, and I'm not involved in Death Enough. And this podcast is never one that really pick. Mm-mm. sides when it comes to that we pick sides when it comes to um if it's major right my mom always says right and right right is right and wrong mm-hmm. is wrong and at the basis of that we know which side we fall on when it comes to topics decisions anything major that absolutely happens this particular situation i at the time i feel like i'm not in a good place to say whether ray fisher or james gunn is correct because they are humans they are yeah. in a different type of pedestal different type of spotlight I have personal disagreements with how I think you should go about that as, as I would, as I would go about things if I was Ray sure. Fisher. But I, so I do want to take that back. I can't say what's right or wrong and how you go about if you should delete your tweet or not. I'm prone to delete some shit if I say some fucked up shit too. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brian. I, I think the last thing I want to say here is that so much of this, I think that the most confusing thing to me as, as you, as you look at this timeline, um, is the idea that Henry Cavill like left the Witcher and, and it's not because I like the Witcher. I, I do. I actually, I love the Witcher. I've played the Witcher three. Um, and I've, I, I enjoy the show. However, I think it's wild that somehow along the way, Henry Cavill made this decision to be like, I'm just going to walk away from this wildly successful show not even having a contract. It appears just to be like, to have the chance to play Superman right. Yeah. And I just I at this level, I don't know how that happens. Like, I don't know right. if that's your manager. I don't know if that's like WB. And I'm not going to like Monday morning quarterback his decisions. But absolutely wild. This guy took a risk, like straight up went. Like, he did the Black Adam cameo. Dwayne Johnson did it, even though it appears reports suggest Hamada, who was the head of WB DC at that time. He did not want it to happen. Not. They were going in a they, completely different direction. Yeah, they, yep. they made it happen. And then here's Henry Cavill on the weekend being like, hey, go see Black Adam. I'm in it. I, I just, I don't know how it gets to that point. And then right. you meet with the new leadership and they're like, actually, like, no, did nobody tell you? Like, we're under new management. Everybody, everybody, everything must go. It's a fire sale. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what miscommunication happened there. It's weird. I also don't know. And it's it's just a colossal like WTF moment for me because like how like if I was Henry Cavill, I would feel embarrassed. I, I told people I'm Superman and I'm back. And a month later, I'm on Instagram doing a text statement from my notes app. It, he didn't, but pretty close. But I just close. I can't believe it happened like this. Like well, I just he did, he did the it's one wild thing. To me. He did the one thing that they always tell you not to do. Like, don't quit a job if you don't have one lined okay, up. Like, I want to. I'm going to add to that. Comicbook.com put out an article today that said it was about this particular topic. 
after season three, Liam Hensworth will be playing Gerald 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 that Cavill stepped away to take up the Superman mantle, but it's saying, however, reports from various sources have claimed the real reason Cavill has stepped away is due to creative differences with the writers and producers of the show. Yes. So now nobody knows what's what, and that's all kind of what was said today. But I know we have been saying that like he left the Witcher to be, you know, become Superman. And we assume that because of the Superman schedule will be busy. Yeah. Apparently I'm not familiar with the Witcher. Apparently the Witcher, the show deviates well, a lot from the source material it's like the yeah. the shortest way i can explain it is that the witcher books and like the video game it's all very different sources and like i know some of like when you're trying to make something for television you're leaving stuff out and yeah. henry cavill was a guy on set that was like no like that didn't happen in the book because mm, of xyz and it. was like correcting the writers in real time yeah. as they were shooting stuff so like I, I think that's plausible of him being like, they don't respect the source material. I'm out of here. Yeah. And it's also important to point out that the video games and the graphic novels are not a connected universe. Oh. Yeah, technically the video oh, games are like they not are entirely connected separate. to the main universe. They are in they are inspired by the graphic novel. Yeah. So you can go that's down a whole like graphic novel rabbit hole if you want to. Um and then you like can play DC the game. where everything's connected. The, the well, TV animation and the movies and the games. And the books are its own thing Mm -hmm. and then the game is like after that it's like i don't i yeah this isn't the witcher podcast episode but anyway yeah henry cavill had opinions about the story yeah is what i've heard um yeah well gentlemen thank you for that rundown that was outstanding i I mean congratulations to gal gadot you have survived it appears we we can't wait to see what you make with the new regime Uh, well done congratulations kudos um but you know who is building himself a connected universe? Who's that, Doug? Our man, Don't James Cameron. Oh, uh, tell me more. He, he is building no. y'all a whole, uh, a whole universe of blue people uh, for us to follow, um, which is outstanding. Um, and one, and it seems as if his movies, very similar to Rabbits, just exponentially get longer because we had two hours and like 20 minutes avatar then we had three hours this motherfucker has a nine hour cut of avatar three so in the next one will be 18 (laughs) hours the one after that will be 36 (laughs) hours and we'll be able to watch a whole fucking month's worth of this shit um (sighs) if you haven't guessed this is our warning for spoilers again a hell of a warning three i mean avatar three or avatar If you're Uh, watching the live cast, this is when it's going to happen. Avatar, Way of the Water spoilers. Yep. And uh, this one is also sponsored by Rumplements. This whole episode sponsored by Rumplements. Three hours. That one kind of bit me back. (laughs) Maybe maybe we dial back the sponsorship (laughs) just before you get hurt. Um, No, it's fine. That's fine. No, it's fine. Um, Go, we want more. But gentlemen. Uh, who among us <laughs> would like to cover the barbershop summary for Avatar The Way of Water? Okay, check it, yo. They oh, blue, fuck yes. right? <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm, right. I'm in my seat. Peep it. They are I'm, blue. My, my socks okay. are strapped. They're blue, okay? there's two. It started off with two of them. Then all of a sudden, poof, there's four of these motherfuckers, right? So they are, much like the movies, is like rabbit and exponentially increasing. They fucking like rabbits too, okay? All right, so boom, there's four of them. We find Jake and his wife, um, 
Oh, what nope. was her name? Natiri. 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 <laughs> we fired Jake. You. I got you. Thank you. We, I might need you more than you know, Brian. So no, listen, it's fine. I'm we, we have Jake and his wife, Natiri, right? We find them back where they were as this unit. They're this power couple, sexy blue power couple. You know what I mean? He is now the basically... He is the go-to person. I don't want to say chief because I don't I don't like that terminology, but he the is, leader. He is the leader, thank you, of that clan in the forest, in the of the avatars in that world. Okay. So after we left him in one, he became an actual avatar. Now he is like the leader of the avatar people, right? Boom. That's one start. Jake is telling us about the story of his family and his four kids. You got to look the names up yourself, or we'll look them up a little bit later as we yeah, go. We'll, into we'll, we'll run, I'll run down cast after the barbershop. Perfect. Okay, so boom. After that, right, we go, and we thought that the general was dead after they fought in the giant robot. Turns out him and his crew, they had a backup plan for memories, to put the memories and the, and the ideas and the personality yes. of the general and his crew and everybody that died before the fight in the first one into like a little tube and then they shipped it back to save it so they can upload them later like a PlayStation 2. So they uploaded yep. them yep. into the bodies of new Avatar people, right? <laughs> That's perfect. So you, That's right. Right. So, so you basically got the general and his crew of mercenaries and all that other stuff. They are now blue people and they have everything like the Avatar. They know the language of the Avatar and all that other shit like that. It was said that, hey, you won't remember how you died, but the top of the person on your list to get revenge against is Jake Sully, because more than likely he has something to do with that shit. So they go, that's the last yep. thing the person remembers. There's also another kid who is a kid to the general, right? His name is Spider, but his his was his name Malachi or something? He says had another uh, real name. Miles. Miles. They, they kept Miles. calling him yep. Spider, though. So they really kept calling him Spider. Spider is more like a Tarzani type character, okay? So um, the general Perfect. goes and finds Spider. He captures Spider, and he's like trying to be friends with him so he can learn more about where Jake is. Because when the the, the people came back to the planet, right? They came back to the planet, and they, the goal is no longer to get unobtainium. It is to make and, and prime this planet to be a new Earth because yep. Earth is dying, yep. right? So boom, there's a battle for Pandora. They realize, oh shit, the general is looking for me. Jake says, we got to move our family from here to this new location of a different type of avatar, okay? Think like this. There are so many different types of like indigenous peoples yeah, and communities yep. and how people do different things like that. If you need a different example, you know how you got like Africans right there. Africa is a country. Africa is a country, but they're like, you know what I mean? Well, Africa continent. Is a, uh, continent. I'm sorry. That's the one woman's talking. Africa okay. is a continent. And then there's different countries that do different types of like things within it culturally, right? So basically they go to this different avatar place and they are sea people. They're not like forest people. So they do different things. Jake is asking the people, hey, I need to stay here and move my family. They say, listen, but yes. you're going to have to like carry your own weight and do this type of shit we don't want your war but if you're gonna be here you got to carry your own weight so they do that so then the you know they're all trying to get adjusted the general finds them threatens the kids people come in hell breaks loose at the sea avatar people place then there's this grand fight and finale yes where jake has to um he has to determine if he's a father or if he's a soldier and a leader and he has to be there for his kids and then he's got to be vengeful you know he's got to vindicate his kids and defend his kids and fight against the general and that's basically all the avatar yeah. I mean that's basically it. The basically yeah. nuts and bolts. Um, couple of details to go over. Let's go, go over cast, and then I I want to talk a little bit about. Um, I want to talk a little bit about box office. So yes. Sam Worthington comes back and plays Jake. Zoe Saldana plays Natiri. Um, Sigourney Weaver plays one of their kids, Tiri. Jesus. 
Stephen Lang, aka Water Jesus. Water Jesus. Um, Stephen Lang comes back as Korich, which is the what yes, his colonel's, colonel's name. name. Kate Winslet plays Ronald. Cliff Curtis plays the the leader of the Water People. T- yes, Tanawari. Yeah. Um, CCH Pounder plays Moat. Um, Edie Falco's in this as one of the generals. Um, Jermaine Clement plays Dr. Garvin. Um, Britton Dalton plays Loak. Trinity Jolie Bliss plays Took. Jack Champion plays Spider. Bailey Bass plays Tessira. Um, Flip uh, Geljo plays An- Anyang. No, that's okay. not right. Anyang is from Arrested Development. That's my best <laughs> pronunciation. A- a- I'll I'll uh, see if I know this. Anyang. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Or or to, or to Doug, it's Anyang, um, which I'm Hello. acknowledging now is wrong. Sorry. Um, it's one of the the the, the way of the water kids. We'll, yep. Learn. Yep. we'll figure it out together, uh, y'all. No yeah. biggie. Um, um, but this, so this, so that's the cast. Um, broadly speaking. Let's talk a little bit about box office. So this movie opened up to $134 million nationally, $435 million uh, globally. Um, It is under, it's basically about $175 to $150 million short of its projections. Um, The big thing here is, is that this is where I think we kind of have to, and I'm going to spend a majority of this movie talking about James Cameron. But this is where we kind of have to like turn our attention on James Cameron a little bit because he has said that it needs to make two billion with a B billion dollars in order for it to be successful. However, the budget for this movie was four hundred and sixty million dollars after what they call P&A, which I imagine is promotion and advertising. Nope, that's not what I thought it was. That was not. Wow. This this is an adult podcast. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. We're not a kid's podcast. After P&A, often confused with T&A. Penis and ass. Nope. Okay, we're good. Um, we're gonna, after we're production right and advertising. I thought we were an adult podcast. Why everybody <laughs> being so quick? <laughs> um, so that's where this is a little confusing because he's basically said, like, if you don't want this shit and it doesn't make two billion dollars, I guess I just won't do four and five. <laughs> he, he, like, everything he says sounds like a threat, play. and I can't, I will not expand, but I'll every headline is like James Cameron says I'll, he won't make Avatar four no, and five if you don't yeah. go see it. But gentlemen, mm-hmm. thoughts on No Doug, what are your thoughts on Avatar? Here are my we thoughts. sat in a theater for three hours and ten minutes with our friends. Mind you, support your local theater. Also, yes. I snuck in candy because they it's don't have a bunch of crunch. He did. And I ran into other people sneaking in candy <laughs> because we don't have a bunch of crunch. Yeah, this is yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's like, exactly... can we cut that from the <laughs> No, we because... we can't. Miss Shane, uh... I'm so sorry. Y'all just gotta get some bunch of crunch and then yeah. like, I'll, I'll um... be good to go. Here's so here's my thought. This movie did not need to be three hours long, first of all. No, second of all, it is visually amazing. I will say my biggest thing that I've noticed that I didn't realize, but I've heard other people kind of talk about here and there is do you understand that they seamlessly integrated somebody who wasn't CGI with everything else that was CGI, and your brain never once went, That looks weird. Yeah, that's true, which is hard to do. Spider was a human not doing mm-hmm. motion tap, but he was a human that was fully integrated with the background that was created. And that yeah. is 
holy shit. How they do how do you do? Do you have to motion cap him a little bit in order to adjust to they must have put him on a green screen, I guess? I don't know. No, that that dude, that dude did every scene like that. I'm almost positive. Yeah, Yeah. and so interesting. Yeah. And then yeah. the, I mean, the water sequences, I really mean, good. were incredible. So this movie, top to bottom, visually, is outstanding. Yeah. I have, I will say that I wish the story was enthralling enough to match the visuals. Because for me, the story oh. fell short. What? Yes. To me, the yeah. story... The story fell a little bit short because I felt like although there were like bits and pieces, and I'm just going right into how I feel about this. No, although there were bits and pieces of it that I really enjoyed and that like cut me deep, like the whale hunting scene where they're talking about the whales and you're actually watching that happen. I was like, yeah, oh, I fucking hate this so much. But yeah, I mean, and thinking about that, it was all like rendered and created to have that emotional response is impressive it did feel like there were similar tropes to this movie that were in the first one that were sort of recycled. Yes. And if I can jump in, I think Please. one of the things that like th- this story is a better story than the first avatar, like for me, hands down okay. a better story. The first avatar go back to our episode last week. We talk about how the, the, you've seen this story before. If you, if you were born like from 1986 and on, You've seen this story before. Oh, yeah. The story that was presented in Avatar The Way of Water, it was like it actually had like emotional depth, like bare minimum emotional depth. (laughs) I'm not going to say it was like amazing, but it was like, oh, like people have feelings and they're conflicted. Um, And I think that was it it made it stand out a little bit. And I feel like it it told its story better. I honestly feel like I know James Cameron didn't listen to our podcast. If you did tweet us or whatever. Um, But it honestly feels like he took that criticism that we talked about, like straight to heart, because we talked about how the story didn't really do have any impact. And we talked about how nothing Jake Sully did seem to like have any impact. And this movie was like, okay, well, what if it did? And it almost, I'm not going to say it did. It almost turned the hero's journey upside down. It didn't, but it poked at it. It did. It tried. You know, it tried. It tried really hard. I will say, we'll save it for another thing. Marcus, I'm going to save my point. I kind of want to, here's my thing about the story. I'm not disagreeing or agreeing with Doug's point or anybody's point. I learned my lesson from the Ray Fisher shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Here's what I want to say. I I feel like is (laughs) I feel like character development. You do, yeah, whatever. Um, I I feel like there were too many stories happening at once Mm. that I did, and and this is without the idea that. Let's assume I don't know. I'm a regular fan that's not keeping up. I just heard that Avatar Two is coming out after 15 years, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that Avatar 3 is coming out next year. Like we back to back in it. Let's assume I don't know that. It introduced yeah. so many different things yes. that I felt like I was yeah. like, damn, this is kind of overwhelming. Or okay, I know, and y'all know how I am. If you're gonna introduce some shit, I need to get some type of like conclusion or some type of one-liner or some type of answer. For example, water Jesus, right? Yep. She yep. goes in the water, yep. connects her USB cord to the coral reef a tree and for, she has a seizure in the water not i, I want to clarify for people listening we're talking about the character oh, that yeah, is sigourney right. weaver's okay. character's <laughs> daughter 
Um, uh, the, the, the official name here is Kiri. She's the daughter of Jake Sully, born from Sigourney Weaver's previous character. She also plays this character. It's okay if you're confused. Anyway, yes, that's who and, Marcus is. And her about. USB cord is the thing that avatars use. Sorry, it's the it's, it's the ponytail thing. Marcus right? isn't wrong. It is no. her own personal USB. But because she plugged it in and got information, I don't know what the, what the fuck else I'm supposed to call it. But what water, they called it water because she was born from like immaculate conception. Because they don't know who her father. Nobody is. knows who the father is. Yeah, that was a point that I'm assuming will be made in Avatar three because she asked this question and meets Sergoni Weaver the adult version of it and say, who is my father? And then like, she gets pulled out of the vision and has a seizure. Right. So then they say this line of like, I think his name is Norman says this line of like, if she connects again and has a water, a seizure underwater yes. again, she yes. may not survive or something like that. That then is the final point, And then we just see her do magical shit for the rest of the movie where I'm kind of yes. like, okay, I understand that she's special. I understand that she is collect. Co- I was about to say connected to Yahweh. That is something completely. Uh, different. No, you're close. It's Awey. It's Awey. Is it Awey? It's the tree of Awey. I'm gonna double check, but right. I'm pretty sure it's the. She's Awe. connected Awe. to Awe. the spirit spiritual thing that connects them all, right? And right. all the Avatar mm-hmm. people. And tree, she can the like, tree of. So- go ahead. Sorry, no, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Right. No, I want to get it right. No, the tree of souls, which they call Awe. I'm pronouncing it Awey. Maybe okay. it's intended to rhyme with Yahweh. Take that for let's go with Awe. Yeah, let's go with Awei. So she connects to the Tree of Souls. Awei has a seizure. And then we don't hear why. Like, she right. can stay underwater longer than everybody. She doesn't need to do the training. She's just sitting underwater. She brings in, at the end of the movie, a trail of light um, fish. Right. Yahweh type of resemblance to guide them out of the ship as yeah. it's failing. And people are kind of like, maybe will they survive or will they, won't they? Right. There was just a lot of different stories and points introduced in this movie that was a um, lot to me. Marcus, I wrote a list because oh. I got out of this movie and I was okay. like, this movie introduced like six concepts yep. in a three and a half hour movie and it still felt cramped. So let me just do a quick rundown here. Do it, Brian. Um, it introduced clones, not only clones, yep. but memory transference. Yep. That's going to be important moving forward. I have yep. a feeling. Uh, yep. uh, whale juice, which is what I'm going to call it. Whale yeah. juice that stops you from aging. Feel like oh, that might wait, be important. It stops you from aging. Yeah, that's it, why it's so valuable. He said it's yes. worth twenty eight million dollars. He goes, we don't even give a shit about unobtainium anymore because this is so much more valuable because it'll yeah. basically stop the aging process. It, it stops oh, aging. I missed. That's why they were hunting. Them. And I have a quick recap, by the way, after I get done with all these concepts. So that's number two. I got six. Wow. Three. Uh, the the Kiri daughter magic. You have somebody that's essentially like straight up using magic. We're going to move on. Said anything. Yeah. Water. Jesus. Whale relationships. Brian won't say water. Jesus. I'm going to make him the say water. It. Jesus. Uh, that's that's the, the water magic. Then the fourth one is whale relationships. So, by the way, not only is this world the way it is, yeah. you also can have a relationship with a whale. Yeah, that was very interesting to me. Moving on, uh, Earth is dying. By the way, BT Dubs, oh, Earth yeah. is dying. The beginning. Nurse from what did we get that news Just, from Nurse Jackie? Like heads yeah, up. We by do. the way, they underplay this, but like the home planet's dying, folks. And then lastly, uh, the the Away Vision. Uh, so when Water Jesus Kiri goes and connects to the tree, she sees her mom in the the spirit mm-hmm. tree. Yep, so sure you can does. talk with spirits that have died and joined the tree. I think I'm getting, anyway, 
That's the six. That's the six concepts. Praise be to water. Jesus the- <laughs> yeah. uh, that is our that is our Chiron right now. If you're watching the live stream, praise be to water Jesus, who is Kiri, played by Sigourney Weaver. Anyway, I just want to point out Earth is dying, and you can save your memory and then upload it to a, a clone, essentially. Right. And then not age. Surely this won't have any negative effects for anybody. Sci-fi. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. can I also say I was gonna make a very dark joke, and I'm just gonna say nah, it. you should. Can I say it? Okay, y'all don't don't tense up too much. Okay. I'm you said not. when people die, they go to the tree. And I thought in mm-hmm. my head, man. What a strange fruit. Ayo. <laughs> that's that's was my third that dark humor just went. Ooh, yeah. I mean, right. I, mean I should put this is, I should put this rope in. No, down. it's the whole movie's very naturalist right. though. Like, how can you yeah. not make that connection? Like, yeah. I think that's totally legit. First thing I went to was like. Ooh, it didn't go like that for slavery, but yeah. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Didn't yeah. expect Straight, that. Okay. Yeah. For those that don't know, strange fruit, strange strange fruit, fruit is yep. a term. There's a song that's, you know, strange yeah. fruit hanging. Back from, in the... Know, when they used to lynch people, they hung them from the trees. Okay. I totally fruit. took that a different way. No, I it's okay. I know that. And no, I no, no, no. It, no, no. It was meant to be a, you know, that, yeah. <laughs> I took it very literally. That's how I took that. I'm learning. It's okay, Brian. I... I think another piece of this that I think is interesting is that not only Brian, like are those six plot lines like in there, those are just like the major ones. And those are just the major, like what's happening in the universe. Yes. That doesn't nearly go into the fact that spider is the son of Warwick and chooses to claim him or not. Yeah. Because this is the other thing that's weird. And the love interest. You can, yeah, yeah. you can you can take their memories, but you're not responsible because they keep making these like these these yeah. distinctions in the third act of the movie. They made this distinction all the time. They said, he's not yours. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Very so you inherit someone's memories, mm-hmm. but they're not the attachments to the physical things are not there. So they're drawing that line in the sand clearly is setting up a. I'm going to have a hard time drawing this line in the sand mm-hmm. um, because at the end, um, N- Natiri. Natiri. Natiri threatens Korich by saying, I'll kill your son. Like, I don't give a um, shit. Like, yeah. I'll can we? Break, Let's get into a, it. I had a problem. Knife this fucking kid. Yeah. Give me my kids back. Cut his chest. I never thought that he should be around here anyway. I thought he needed to be with his own kind. So I got no problem off in this kid. And he's like, he ain't mine. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. Go ahead. Knife him. And then the weird, like, white saviorism of, like, yeah, the natives were going to kill everybody, but this little white kid is going to be the one that makes the morally choice, morally pristine Oh, choice. my gosh. Lots of white saviorism in so, this movie. I didn't even see that. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I just made that connection. So, That's really interesting. So yeah, then, yeah. And then, but then at the end, he goes, nah, fuck you, I'm out. And he dives into the water and goes back with the family of the woman who just tried to kill him. And who lost a son for a son for a son, which is a very weird setup. You can just trade him in and out. Like, okay. I know we're jumping straight to the end. This is why we're doing a spoiler podcast, by the way. You don't want us to, like, look, the first hour of this movie, I hope you like water. That's it. That's the discussion. Wait, can't wait, Brian. Remember your point. Hold your next point that you want to say. I will. Go ahead. I want to say, I'll kind of, because I wanted to go back to what Doug's point was. 
you didn't need all of this. They, the an hour, 45 minutes to an hour of this is literally them re-exploring like they did in the first movie, but with water. It's and it's it's, it's, yeah. it's it just throws me off that we spent a lot. We it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of time spent just in the water of us just supposed to be just mesmerizing over how well this movie is. It's it's and, literally establishing the rules for the Samoan inspired. Yeah, that's true. Navi tribe. That's true. Well, and I, so the first movie, which again we talked about in our last episode. The, James Cameron was like, I didn't put in all this Earth stuff because I felt like the movie started twice. And I feel like he absolutely like went the other way with oh, this yeah, movie. Yeah. This movie starts twice. I am very oh, yeah. confident. I am very sure of this statement. It absolutely Avatar is. Way of the Water starts twice. It absolutely You get the twice. first part of this starting where it's like Jake Sully being like, everything's great. I got four kids. We go hunting on the weekends. It's great. It then starts again when you see the fleet of ships. By the way, beautiful sequence. I thought it was absolutely. great. Oh, absolutely fantastic sequence. You see the fleet of ships landing. And by the way, the visual language James Cameron uses, very well done. Because we saw one ship in the first Avatar. And we knew how much like trouble that brought. This opens yes. up to like dozen, a dozen, a yep. dozen of those ships. And you're like, I know one ship mess them up mm-hmm. there's a dozen of those mm-hmm. from bad yeah. news. They, well, double bad, they double down on that and, and remember like they have a whole city they are starting to explore oh. via, by building trains <laughs> yep. all the way to different parts of the jungle they are colonizing an mm-hmm. intentional word choice talk talk. they are colonizing I mean, this planet talk that talk the first action sequence of this movie is a literal train robbery mm-hmm. <laughs> like Oof. Fuck. Which is You're which right. is which is also not a great visual given the way in which representation <laughs> in film uh, like, go backwards. Oh, in time. not the cowboys and Indians. Yes, that's this a is terrible. a straight up. That's what like, it is. Oh, yes, I missed that. Exactly oh, what wow. And that is I'm not saying it's like whatever. The it's present, on, the, it, the visuals it, of it are fine. The visuals it, it, of it are yeah. fine. But I'm like, really, we're just starting off with like the natives attacking a train. Really. Oh, that's how we're doing this. Anyway, I have more to say about that at the end of other stuff you can watch with native representation that is better. But for the purposes of this review, I noticed that immediately. And I never thought I would say this, but Book of Boba Fett maybe handled the train robbery better. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the judge. I need to finish that. I, yeah, I think it did. But, but Brian, I wanted to go back to your. Let's go. Point back. that you're about to move Yes. Anyway, the first hour of this movie is like hope you like water. Moving on. Um. So yeah, third act, third of the third part of the third act. You got Natiri like on a burning ship, and she's like, "I'm gonna kill your kid." Yep. And like, by the way, Spider has done nothing in my. He has done nothing wrong. No. And no. I feel like there's. I feel like this is an attempt. By James Cameron to be like, hey, like this stuff isn't clear cut, which I'm going to say I appreciate. I don't feel yeah. like all of our media needs to be like, this is good. This is bad. Da, no, you da, don't da, need da, to da. spell it out for everybody. Like, stuff can be messy. That's real life. Like, I get 100%. that. and I appreciate it. What it just felt like Natiri had no motivation to do that. This is a kid. I just have a very hard time mm-hmm. believing a mother of four is just so willing to take a, another kid hostage and ready to kill him. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, like I just, I, was, it just, I want to push back it, it a little bit. Fit. Go for I'm it. I'm not a father. Let me keep that as far as I know. I'm not a father, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I know I'm not a father. Um, 
what are you willing to do if it's your child in the situation, True. even if it includes some other person that you you know you don't really like rock with, agree with, whatever the case may be. <laughs> he's still alien. That's what she said. It was still yeah. alien to her. Good point. I have another disagreement because I'm like, well, you loved do Jake it. when he was, although you fell in love with him while he was an avatar, you did see him mm-hmm. as a yeah. human, right? Yeah. But I guess my question for y'all is, if put in the, now, I know y'all personally, but if you're in like a similar scenario, you know, is that a thing that crosses your mind? Like, I'll do anything for my children. Like at this point, oh, yes, I may consider you family, but you know, I don't know. I'm just asking. It, I guess I, w- the thing to me was like, it's clearly a clone, and it's not. It's not actually his kid. What are you going to accomplish at this point? I know, and and I maybe maybe it was the telegraphing of a grief. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what I'm missing. Because hmm. at this point, Natiri has lost her oldest, right? The oldest son. Yeah, I think it was. Point. She's lost yeah. the oldest son. I, in that context, now that I'm talking about it, I can definitely understand a grieving parent being like, "Yeah, I, know, I don't know. Yeah, I'll put a knife to this kid's neck to make sure none of no, <laughs> yeah, no more fuck of it, my why kids not? die." I mean- all bets are I, off, right? I mean, I, I yeah. mean, like, I understand grief plays a part in that. And you don't think straight, but like Spider, the way he was developed, you're just kind of like, oh man, not Spider. Like that was the way the movie made me feel. Well, and I think, and Why again, I I think the other piece of it for me is 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 really this concept of like, I'll do anything for my kids, but at the same time. If you, this is just an is an assurance to all of the other kids that are going to be friends with my children. Right, you need to understand. Like, I'll go to bat for you too. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it comes down to if someone is hurting you and my son or daughter loves spending time with you, that person better watch out because I'm going to come after him. Like, Absolutely. and that's and that's where I'm like, although yes, you see him as other, still. There's still you still have to see the like the oppression of of your own. I mean, take Kiri for example. She straight up loves Spider. Like straight yes. up, yeah. like that is yes. the. Yeah. I could see Avatar three having some weird. Oh, there's Spider a love connection. A clone oh, they're they definitely get married, getting that, together. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, like, I could see that going that way. Yeah, I think see, Avatar three is going to be Romeo and Juliet, but spiders. It's going to be Romeo, but Ju- Juliet. Yeah, you know what? Be, I'd watch that though. That's I would watch that too. Here's my issue. My issue is not my issue is not the fact that that's her choice. It's okay. that you laid the groundwork for that choice within the first 30 minutes of the movie and three hours has gone by. Like, and yeah. now you expect well, me to call it back of that's her motivation. Also, Nintiri is barely in the second act of this movie. She has very little speaking parts like, in this movie. <laughs> as soon as they show up to the water, folks, she's like gone. She's like, and I did they, not they were like, like that. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't like, want Zoe to is here. Like, Hey, hi, I'm really good at like action movies. And I'm just, all right, I'll a, stay, I'll stand to the side. It's fine. I have a, she didn't have a lot of speaking parts. Mm-mm. She did and not I have a problem with that. Did um, she did not Dead. do little. She did little to know. I think that the leader of the sea avatars had more yeah. speaking parts than Zoe. Ooh. Adana. And I just, yeah. I don't know why that is or why that route, why they decided to go that route to make her, to me, it made her seem more animal and like she didn't know what was going on. And that's a problem yes. for me. That is the, oh my gosh, you have verbalized the exact reason why I don't connect with that finale because mm. it's like, 
it's yes praise be to water jesus we love you kiri but no that's i think that's part of the reason why i have a hard time connecting with her just being like all right i'm gonna kill spider it's like i haven't seen you have you been i haven't seen you for an hour and now you're just ready to off this kid because like really like you're the best archer probably within the navi and you're telling me the only way out is to knife this kid it's just Maybe it could have been set up better. I'm not saying, like, I'm not pushing back against the narrative, like, a parent will do anything for their kid. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, 100%, and that is shown in this movie. It just felt, I don't know, it just didn't connect with me. Maybe it connects with other people. Maybe that's what I was, maybe that's the reason why it was missing for me, Marcus, because you just you just lose Natiri for the entire yeah. second act. Mm-hmm. By the way, the second act does not end until like two hours between two and two hour 15 mark in mm-hmm. this movie. That is how long this movie is. Yep. Yeah. I, I think the other, <clears throat> I think the other piece of this is like, you have that concept in the finale of like, you'll do anything for your kid, which again, right. not going to dispute of course. completely agree with, mm-hmm. but then you also have this like juxtaposition with Jake because the other part of it is that Jake for a majority of this is annoying is fucking like yell is basically straight up like yelling at his kids. Like he's basically like, he's basically like, Hey, knock it off. He's a general. He's not a father. He's not a dad about it. Maybe that's the point, but do you realize James Cameron used the same plot device three times? Like literally Jake yelling at his kids three separate times in this movie yeah. and that right. was how we moved the plot forward and i was like i'm gonna forgive it because like i get it like i'm a dad and i get it because like oh. yeah like sometimes it just feels like sometimes you just why, why don't you get this like i don't understand but yeah it felt very it overused times. but i forgive it right. also this movie restarted three times right yes what's your third what's your third time it's the when they do the train robbing the the one year yeah. later sequence right yeah, I'm sorry. The first one is the the movie start. Yep. Yes. The second one is when they do the one year later. The Got third it. time for me is when they move to the new C Avatar place. 100%. Yes. So this movie okay. technically restarts three times because you have to re-explain their learning process. That's you've already done this in the first time, and you have to learn why it's important to why it's important to be the way of the water or do things the way of the water. That's a really good point. So to I me, ruined this a lot. three restart parts. I ruined a lot of movie going experiences when the first time they said the way of the water is, and I clapped in the theater. I went, that's the fucking name of the movie. <laughs> they, like, said, <laughs> they, they said the thing. They said the thing. No, um, that deserves a clap. I'm so yeah, happy. Yeah. They did. They um, said the title in the middle of the movie. Yeah. No, I, that's good. Yeah. This, this, I, I, I struggled with Jake for a lot of this and, and I particularly, I get it as a dad you're in stressful situations where you really just want to make sure it goes well because there's for, for what reason or another and maybe you're hard or your expectations are too high but the thing that like i really struggled with jake was how hard he was on his middle child yeah. after his eldest died i was like hold oh my on gosh. you literally said to someone who just lost the same person in your family you shouldn't have been there yeah. like what the fuck like yeah. like how totally deaf can you be about it 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 drives it like it drives it my main issue with stories that use this as a device because it's like no like the bad guys are the reason this happened like the bad guys are like uh quaritch right stephen lang plays quaritch steve quaritch literally shot your kid 
Like mm-hmm. he's the one that had a gun. Your kids were running away. You shouldn't be blaming another kid. You right. should be blaming the guy that shot your kid. You know, like right. if anything, that's always my issue for being there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and yeah. I'm not a father. I do want to go to another part. I want to say this. I'm not a father once again. So I, I there is a different type of mindset that comes with it. Just like being black just requires a different type of mindset until Truth. either you become black or you surround yourself it, with more it, blackness, it, I guess. Um, black, you yeah. learn, you learn, right, right, right. So anyway, I feel like some of the decisions he was making and the way he went about it, yeah. I just completely disagreed with. Um, so for me, I, that was the one part that was just very annoying to me to almost to the point where I thought they were going to kill Jake so that he had this final oh, finale. Yes. He's like, Don't be like me. Yes. I just thought, I just thought that that like, I, I was telling Doug the entire time, somebody's going to die. I was telling, oh, I said, yeah. and I said it was either the whole really? son or it was going to be Jake because I thought that they were making Jake, painting Jake in this light. Now, considering we know James Cameron loves a white savior, that's, that's true. probably not going to happen. But if James, if you know, James kept painting him in this light of like, okay, if Jake Sully did die, his last final speech would probably be the family, Sully family sticks together. Don't be like me. I'm sorry, I wasn't more of a father. And that would have been like kind of where yep. the middle son would have taken up the mantle if the older brother would have still died. So I was expecting two people to die in this. My other point is this movie with the length that it is kind of shifting to a different point. This was the most I've ever seen people get up in a theater. I counted seven. Oh, I counted seven people in our theater and our theater was full. That's what you mean. Got it. Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, they didn't walk out. They didn't walk out. So I saw, seven people get up and have to use the bathroom. The people next to us like got up. The it's guy great. in the chair was getting so antsy that he was like, I thought this shit was over. He's like, every time I think it's over, there's more movie left. And like, I was like, oh, every time somebody got up, I told Doug, oh, that person's going to have to rewatch the movie. Oh, that person's going to have to rewatch the movie. Oh, that person's going to have to rewatch the movie. So I, I mean, that was interesting. I was at an AMC and they have a they revamped their food menu and legit I kid you not so when the second act right before the second act starts before the big ship comes to the mm-hmm. water uh yeah. the location mm-hmm. the, the the water people location someone got up and got chicken tender barbecue uh like tendies and I was like that smells really good and I really want to get that but there's this giant <laughs> sequence happening in front of me so the entire time I will forever remember it as like smelling like barbecue which take what you will from yeah. that yeah but yeah no people felt comfortable being like well there's enough of the movie left I'm gonna go grab chicken Honestly, tenders with barbecue yeah. sauce like yeah, yeah. I, which is just, I, it's a long movie um I want to I want to talk I want to talk a little bit about I think Here's here. I don't want to. I do not. This this review's not over, and I think we have no. things to consider for this movie moving forward. I do have a question though, and my question okay. really stems from like, is it worth it? Like you know, Jay. <laughs> okay, that's a great question. All, All right, right, let's, let's do it. it. Like <laughs> this is this is a three hour movie. It cost four hundred and sixty million dollars to make. It needs to make two billion to be seen as a success. Like, it, is this really set up to be? I mean, h- h- is it is the juice worth the squeeze on this? Like, I, I appreciate it. Like, don't get me wrong; it's visually stunning and it's a good ride. Like, it's enjoyable. Like, the action sequences are good. Like, they're a lot of fun. I, the Doug, story, for good or bad, is kind of all over the place. But is it? Is it? Is it worth it? 
Okay, look, I need to say out loud, I I like would have whooped and hollered at the moment when in the second act when like the big ship is fighting the the dragons and then there's people on the dragons with like machine guns. Uh-huh. Like that's yeah. that is just for listeners, that's mm-hmm. part of my id. Like, yeah, that's my id. Like, people fighting the each dra- other. The dragons um, are starfighters, and yeah, yep. like, and they're fighting each other with machine guns. Like, that's rad as hell. It's that's cool. Rad. Um, I just need to say that out loud. Is it worth it? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I know that's like an existential question. Of no, like, but I think it it's important it? because I I think we need to talk about like how this to me is kind of being set up as like the next big franchise Um, like it's being set up as like hey you need to be excited about this every two years and i Mm -hmm. and i said this on social media and i'll say it again here for the recording avatar way of the water it is a good movie i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you it's bad it's a good movie do i think it's two billion in revenue good no (laughs) like no uh i think the performances are, are are good and i feel like the concepts are fine it's just i don't see this being a two billion dollar good movie i don't know where you all are at um is the juice worse the squeeze okay here's my honest opinion they waited too long to give me two and i feel like yep. if you would have done two at least close a little bit close not 15 years if you would have done two sooner you may have been able to get get me for Avatar one two three four, but it's kind of like the same with Matrix and Matrix yep. Revolution Resurrections. Resurrections. Yeah, it was too long between the last Matrix movie and this one for you to force a, what what seemed to be you trying to force another trilogy of Matrix movies, right? Because yep. but it, it didn't do well enough for you to do yep. that. That's my yep. personal opinion. This doesn't seem worth the squeeze because the finale didn't make me get excited about. I know Jake Sully's eyes opening up after the prayer, saying, "I'm going to fight for my family." Like, right. it's it's cool, but is it worth me going to see Avatar three? I don't think so. If anything, I just want answers from Avatar two. That's the I'm only reason to go I back to that. Three. But Doug, you should say your piece. Um, here, I think I think I'm probably more closer to Brian. Because I think, because Brian, the way you said it of like, is it $2 billion good? No. Like, it's fine. Like, it's it's an enjoyable, it's, like I said, it's a good movie. I I have some troubling point. There are some troubling points for me, like, story-wise, that I feel like are a little recycled, which is fine. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But, largely, spe- largely speaking, it's a fun movie. I do also, though, resonate with this, like, I'm more like, Oh fuck! Like, where could you go with this? Like, I, I kind of get this feeling of like the world. There is so many possibilities storyline yes. on the other side of this that I'm sort of like, oh god! Like, what, what, like, what is this? What is this going to be like? And mm-hmm. I, I kind of don't know. I, I mean, I, I want to know, but I don't need to know. You, <laughs> you feel, you feel me? Like, I, like, it's one of those situations where, do. like. It's one of those feelings where someone says like, oh, don't go to this website. There's something gross. And yep. I look at my phone and I'm like, I don't need to see it. I, I kind of want to see what the gross thing is that they're yeah. talking about. Yeah. But I don't have to. Like, it's it just doesn't <laughs> it hasn't peaked my fascination. Like, it's peaked. Like, I care. Like, I I mean, I might. I kind of want to know, but I don't have to have to. know. Here, if they didn't make another movie, I wouldn't be mad. 
Right. Yeah. I, I'm kind of like, on that point. Well, me, the sci-fi geek, like I'll do anything sci-fi. You tell me it's a high concept, low budget thing, I'm in, whatever. Yeah. But like, for me, what puts me over the edge is the fact that like, it sets up a lot of stuff that can be paid off. And I, I'm okay with that. Like you're, you're, you're talking about magic water, Jesus. That's clearly something going on. And I want to see a resolution to that. Praise our Chiron is back up. Praise be to water, Jesus. I'm happy to go sit through a third movie. That's three and a half hours long to figure that out. I, me, Brian Roush, not films in black and white. Me, Brian Roush. <laughs> yeah. um, and I feel like it's, it, oh my gosh, I'm a, I might regret saying this, but like, I'm going to say it. Sad. If you've read, if you have read the Dune book yep. series, I have a feeling you're going here. It feels like here's what it feels like. It feels like James Cameron read the Dune book series and was like, "Hey, I want to do this, but like, what if it was like forest people <sighs> on another planet?" No. Yes, I think that is what James Cameron is doing. And like, here's the thing: I think Dune the book series is is pretty good. So I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, like, because that's what I'm going to say. That's what it feels like. I'm not saying James Cameron is doing the Dune of movies. Absolutely not. What I am saying, though, is that is what I think he's trying to do. And I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt for Avatar 3 because I'm curious where those go. But that's where I'm at. What does three, what does four, five and six cover? Oh my gosh. I, I could because three would answer my questions from two. Oh my gosh. What else? Well, here's Marcus. the thing. Three is 95% shot, and the first act yeah. Yeah. of four is shot. Is this well, all just chase the general chasing them for five movies? I oh no, 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 Marcus. Marcus, you is there a team up? There's it's a new not avatar the general, it's the clone of the general. And if it's not the clone of the general, it's the clone of the clone of the general. And it's trying to communicate this eternal philosophy that there's always a force chasing you. Anyway, that's what I think James Cameron No, that's honestly, that's what I think he's trying to do. No. That no matter what, there's always going to be this opposite and opposing force. That is what I feel like he's trying to do. So this is like, this is like, as long as there's an unstoppable force, there'll always be an immovable object. I would it's not be surprised. Zod and Superman, you're going to have like, to kill me. All I'm saying is that if we get to a point where we're reviewing Avatar 5, I'll like, be done with this podcast. I will like, like, I think, like, have I mercy think Rump- on our I souls. Think, I think Rumplemints will have to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> I mean, like, if we're doing an Avatar 5 review and, like, my kids are in high school and Ugh. it's like, anyway, I was right. I feel like that might be one of the concepts that no. they will embark even, on. If even like, water Jesus can't save us from Avatar mm, 4, 5, and 6. No. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about Avatar 5, I will absolutely reference this episode of like, anyway, Unstoppable <laughs> Force meets a new movable oh, object. No. That, I'm no, not joking. I feel like that's what James Cameron is setting up. Here, here's what I can tell you I don't want to happen. Do I can it. tell you I don't know what the I don't know what three, four, and five and six or however many there are are scheduled to be. I don't know what they are going to be. I can tell you what I don't want them to be. Okay. I do not want to do this bullshit where Jake 
hops around Pandora, and we get six different tribes and six oh, like the desert tribes. avatar. You don't want to say that's exactly avatar what's going to so happen. Doug. Badly, don't want that's that. That's exactly what. I, honestly, no, that's exactly that's what's going to happen. That's definitely happening. Yes, I because agree with Marcus. This, he said just like that. We're sea avatar. Yep. And in the yep. first one, they talked about how they bought together all of these different avatars to yes. come together and to fight yes. against this odd. Yes. And because there's so many ships that came down from Earth, you're going to yep. have to unite the land, sea, oh. and air, and fire <laughs> avatar together to fight this shit. And then it's going to be like the last avatar. avatar. Yeah, that's right. Brought me and Brian were on the same page with that yep. joke. <laughs> no, Doug, that is absolutely the course of these movies. The third movie is going to be all about that. The horse, the horse horses tribe uh, whatever the horse oh, people yeah and then the fourth one's gonna be like yeah. we're the lava people yeah. and you have yeah. to learn the lava ways mm-hmm. and then you have to the learn fifth the way. ones the fuel i don't of know the fire. avatar fuel of the fire yeah it's to- oh it's totally gonna go by element yeah. oh yeah oh yeah the lightning avatar just as yes. a fifth, different fifth element you can't hear it, but Hello Darkness, my old friend's playing in my kids. <laughs> Doug, it's going to be 2025, yeah. and your kids uh-huh. are going to get ready to go to high school, and we're going to be here like, anyway, you're we're right. ready for and Avatar 6. Right. The Ice Avatar Chief was way off base. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Honestly, because it's really going to be about what is it? Pandora is an entire world to discover. If you think it's just forest and sea, right. you're absolutely wrong. That's, that's, oh my gosh. That's the tagline for the travel agency that takes you to Avatar. <laughs> it's a whole world for you to discover. Here's the thing. The third movie is going to have a different spaceship, and I'm going to come to this review on this podcast and be like, anyway, there's going to be an Avatar 4 because there's a new battleship. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's going to change we the get it in a year. Because mm-hmm. Unobtainium came from the Earth, but the 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 eternal oh, fountain of youth came from the sea, so something has oh, to come from fire, and something has to come from. There's something valuable in each of the others in this brilliant universe. That is, that's it. We unlocked it. That's the no. cheat code. No, yeah, <laughs> don't, don't want it. No, it is. Like the fire is going to be like. Anyway, this always ignites your passion. Whatever oh. you have passion for, the fire lava oh. of Pandora will ignite your passion. Whoa. So not only do you have unobtainium, <laughs> you got the whale juice, which keeps you alive and forever, and you got passion in your life it's forever. Gonna be, it's going to be a fuel source that burns oh, more It's an oil it's, that burns oh, in the oh, fire. Yeah. The uh, oil you no, can, that fuels it, all of our vehicles on planet. It's going to yes. be like a gas or because yeah. we've yeah. done like you're a right. liquid with the whale juice mm-hmm. and then we've done the rock with the land stuff. Oh, my gosh. So you got to be a gas. I hate how right you are. I hate it. I'm so you're totally. right. Like it's going to be this gaseous lava stuff. Oh, They're going to be like, this, this stuff is really good. Then I guess I guess the last thing I want to ask is <laughs> I want to. I, I hate and love us so much I hate because it. here's the thing we be right and I mean we've been right right, we're check, right more than we're listen wrong. to me check that bitch because <laughs> yeah, we it. be right yeah, check this shit out yeah that yeah that's fuck I we're right more than we're wrong and that's upsetting um <laughs> the last thing I'm gonna say is can can we outlive James Cameron's hubris yes like he's <laughs> black like, black he's, ages like Fine one. <laughs> this white does not. No, it does not. White, I, I, yeah. White, white gets old and crusty like glue you left on a desk. The like black in oh, films and black and black. white shall live forever. Um, I it will. It will. The black will last the white a hundred percent. 
Here's what old I mean. segregation whites are pissed at that statement. <laughs> they're, they're crying right now, they and they are, don't know they why. They are sad about it. I don't think I can take James Cameron holding a metaphorical gun to my head again. <laughs> I also don't think that James Cameron should be allowed to speak publicly again. Because Honestly, this man had the balls talk about after it. this movie came out to go into a public space and say, you know, if talk the Lakota people would have just fought a little bit harder, knowing that everybody was so depressed and killing themselves, maybe we would have seen a different result. And part of me is like, the movie wasn't that good, James. Like, Yo, it's not. I, like this yeah, was which, a real By the way, statement. that is not okay to say. I don't know okay. if that needs I'm to be said. Not at like, like I paraphrase that's not okay. the smidge. Not but Brian's all. right. It's that's a not that's okay. a that's a no, accurate, that's a real thing that he that Doug no, is referencing. He said yes. that out loud, and there's a he part did of he me like, he yeah. Go ahead, Brian. No, he said that out loud in a Guardian article in the 2010s, uh, and it's it's shitty. It's a shitty thing to say about people. Terrible. Um, and us as a group, we did not know he said that. We were no. alerted to it by uh, the internet. Uh, it it showed up in my tweets. So one of the things I'm just going to take a quick moment here. Do it. If Brian, you put them on the with us, I got it. I guess I'm still going to produce. Look, if you stuck no, with no, no. us in this far, we have uh, native movies that are, are going to be probably better than Avatar: Way of the Water that you can give your time and money to. Uh, the first is Night Raiders. It's available on Hulu. Uh, it's essentially a movie about a mother. She joins an underground band of vigilantes and tries to rescue her daughter from a state-run institution. Ooh. It was released in March 2021. You're going to know the next one. It's Prey. Uh, go watch it on Hulu. We yep. reviewed it on this podcast. If you it's haven't watched it, go watch it. It's on Hulu. It's really good. A skilled Comanche warrior protects her tribe when an alien predator threatens them. That's the only summary I'm going to give you because you should just go watch the movie. The last one I'm going to say is uh, Rhymes for Young Ghouls. It's available on Tubi. Uh, it's a Tubi, the uh, it, Essentially, it explores Canada's residential school system through three generations of Native women. Uh, it's a lot, and I, I really encourage you to go check it out. Anyway, those are three movies by Native people that are good, and hopefully we can promote them and elevate them to uh to uh make sure that you check them out so that we're uh not encouraging james cameron's comments which are anti-native is what i would say yeah that's i could not put it any better like i really could not phrase that any better whatsoever i think brian that's i i hope everybody checks those out um and i got that from uh dr black deer on twitter so go follow them uh on twitter for for more of that but anyway go check out those three films if like because we did not know that until after we watched this movie, which changed our opinion on a lot for yeah. the three of us, I think is a fair way to say that. I think I think what it does is, is it also says like some of the things that we've seen. I'm 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 going to make a statement that might make me an ass later. But some of the things like the, some of the white saviorism, some of the native tropes. Yes, it may is. be accidental, but maybe 15 percent of them are not. Well, when you bring in the native tropes, right? Yes. And then you also bring in the Samoa people's tradition, which is clear yes. as day. And oh, that's I, I have questions. That's 100%. I have questions about your casting. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, what does representation look like within your casting? I did not do an ethnicity check. I did not do a, like, cultural check or background on all of the characters. Mm. But I don't think that everybody who's portraying an avatar 
is from that background and is that respect i don't know if that's like a good thing for you to be doing like that yeah i, I, I personally disagree with it I do too. here's the thing I, I i feel like avatar to me clearly lifts from themes of native and indigenous populations to north america and to not even consult them or talk right. to them about yep. Hey, I want to do this, and this is the story I want to tell. What's a respectful way to do it? To not even do that, or like yeah. even reference them in your movie, yeah. it makes me feel not good about it. It makes me feel yeah. bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you it. Take, you didn't even take the time to ask or acknowledge. You just seem like you just did. Now, if you did, right, and you have to say this kind of stuff because even in Black Panther, as a as a small example, Ryan Coogler referenced. And went to and did studies and Chadwick Boseman from like the stuff that was released yeah, at least right. what Disney put out of the different backgrounds that they were trying to portray in the Wakandan culture that came from actual like cultures yeah. and communities. Right. For you to not do this and for you to do things like a Hakka reference in the middle of this just seems it, it not, doesn't seem to me it, it does not feel right and it's disgusting. Yeah, it's not a good look. I, it's really I wouldn't feel comfortable at all doing no. this as a white guy and then being Hell like anyway no. this is my story nope no. i didn't get any inspiration Hell from anywhere no. no i if i were in charge i'd be like these were the people that inspired me here's yeah. how you can support them here's yeah. why it's wrong they were kicked out of their land i hope this movie brings attention to it would have been great promo be because we just seen a promo from mission impossible today right of him of, of tom cruise learning this sick ass trick which god man tom cruise if I'm supposed to hate him, I don't think I do. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. But, it, but I yeah. feel like they could have did something. Avatar could have did things leading up to this about the studies that they did with behind the cultures. And here are the references that we're making. And here's who we consulted. I mean, easiest podcast yeah. to do. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a special feature on a like on a DVD or on a like a yeah. on like a like a streaming. Like it's a yeah. documentary you could use as promo before the movie comes out. Like it yeah. does it does Easy. itself. Instead or, of it making it seem like you're trying to say, like, well, you know, the Lakota people, if they had fought harder, let me make a movie about what would happen if they actually in an original harder. story. Yeah, I, no, which yeah. is like yeah. super yeah. offensive, by it's the way, awful. in case anyone needs that disgusting. spelled out for them. That is super offensive. Don't say that. please don't say that. Um, gentlemen, anything else that you all have to say about Avatar to the way of water? It's good. It's beautiful. Like Doug said, I think that, um, you know, when Doug said in the beginning, Obviously, we have to do this as a podcast where we're looking at it, and I stand by the shit that we just talked about 1,000%. Mm -hmm. But I think as a movie, it is good. It looks good. I see why they amped up yeah. the shit to 10 for like the water to look like water and all of this other shit. That's downplaying it severely. But yep. you know, I don't know if it's $2 billion worth good. I don't know if it yeah. has me. If I'm not doing this podcast, what would I watch Avatar 4, 5, and 6? You have me for three because I need some answers from two. But if you're asking me to watch four, five, and six, I don't know if I can hang in there that long because... Agreed. Yeah, I don't know. Yep, I, I would agree. I feel like... I, I I feel like for me, I'm a sci-fi junkie. For for long-time listeners, you know this. I'm in. Like, I'm in for all these concepts that are weird. I just feel like... I want to see how this technology is used for other stories. Mm -hmm. I understand how it's being used for this story and, and I get it, but I want to see how it's used for other stories because I feel like the story that's being told is just for like, look at what we can do. Not necessarily like, 
the story of it. And maybe I'll be proven wrong in Avatar 3. Maybe I will be. Right. Um, I'm, I'm going to see Avatar 3. And I even said earlier in this episode, I'm probably going to finish it out because there's some interesting concepts. I honestly believe one of the things we're going to have to deal with is like, hey, like, what if we help Earth? What if you just asked? What if you just asked the Navi to like, hey, right. we messed up our Earth, uh, by the way. We like put way too many greenhouse gases in it. Please help us. If that's what the final note of Avatar mm-hmm. is, I'm okay with that. Anyway, right. um, as a movie as a whole, I, I think it's better than the first. That I is wanna... that is my that's my opinion. That's my short opinion. I tell people it's better than the first. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty. I mean, I, I am excited for Avatar three, so I hope it's good. Yeah, I I I agree with everything that you all said. I think. I have sunk three hours into Avatar 2, so I will see Avatar 3 because I need to know where this is. I kind of want to see where you're headed with it. Um, I also think that, you know, if it is just, you know, four more movies about the different tribes and what resource <laughs> that they're harvesting, if, if we're accurate on that, I don't know if I have, I don't know if I... I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Like, I know what I have yeah. to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Like, I really <laughs> All right, don't. Kylo. So, because it's, it's going to be hard. Um, again, I also feel like we are... I want to see how Cameron brings it back to the environment. Because Cameron. that was very yeah. much present in the first one. And yeah, the whale slaughtering scene was very, like, anti... Oh. Like, anti... In, like, pro-environmental resources. Yes. I will say this. It wasn't as prevalent as much as it was in the first one. Yeah. Not as like strong in the first one as it was in this one. So I liked it. It's enjoyable. I think you should see it. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty. Again, I get why you if you were waiting for the technology to catch up so you could really do this 100 percent and amp it up to 11. Fine. That's I get why you waited and it definitely shows and it's absolutely gorgeous. So I before we end, I know we're at the two hour mark. I didn't realize Kate Winslet was in this movie, yeah, by the way, yeah. until yeah. someone was like, well, how is Kate Winslet? And I was like, who? Mm-hmm. And I had to look her up and she's the 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 spiritual leader, the wife mm-hmm. in the for the for the water folks. I think she broke anyway. a record for how long she held her. her... Yeah, she had to hold her <laughs> breath underwater. Yeah, I feel like, bad. Like, Kate Winslet, time. you're a legend. Like, salute yeah. to you. Titanic yeah. was an informative memory for me. Salute to you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I had no idea Kate Winslet was in this. Yeah. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be in Avatar next. Probably. <laughs> Probably. That's coming. I, I want to say one more thing. It has nothing to do with this point. All right. okay. It has something to do with the technology. Give me more Speed Racer, but with Avatar <laughs> technology. Yeah. That's all I want. I watched it on a plane as I came here. And that movie, y'all, 10 out of fucking 10. I, I love that Speed Racer was one of the first movies we bonded over, and we are ending this season talking about oh, Speed yeah. Racer. I yeah, couldn't yeah, imagine a right. better, yeah. like, yeah. literary yeah. symmetry, like, device. Look at this. Check that. Gentlemen, speaking of things that you'd like to plug, Mm. Brian, anything that you would like to plug this week? Hey, folks, this is the last episode. We're recording this on December 19th. That means you got six. Well, yeah, I mean, mostly six nights to uh, get your stuff in order for Christmas before the big day, Uh, December 25th or, you know, Yule, however you celebrate. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go to the lovenerds.com. They got recipes. If you got people coming over, we'll make it easy for you. Just copy and paste all that stuff until and into you like 
Walmart grocery order that's for delivery, whatever. I don't care. Wherever you're getting groceries from, we'll give you an easy recipe. My wife runs the site. She won't do you wrong. Uh, mm -hmm. She's got a great jalapeno dip. Nah, It'll make you the talk of the party. Go hey. to thelovenerds.com. T-H-E-L-O-V-N-E-R-D-S.com. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Marcus. Awesome. Of, course, uh, of course, of course. Marcus, anything that you have to plug, sir? You know what the deal is. Follow the mantra. Never offended. Always humble. Go buy yourself some merch. Go buy yourself. Go listen to some music. Go play some music. Marcus Destin, Soul Tie. Uh, support this podcast any way that you can. Anything that you, I'm doing, you should be supporting. If you love me, you should love it in return. So true. But before anything else, as you go into the new year, always remember to follow the mantra. Never offended. Always humble. You did. Absolutely. Um, and the only thing I have to plug is this podcast. Y'all, season three has been a ton of fun. Oh, man. Um, we're very excited for what's coming in season th four. Season three. As we have acknowledged throughout all of this, like there are going to be some big things that are coming in season four. We want you along for the ride. Um, so get, enjoy this episode, go back to the end, listen to the episodes. The, I, I didn't see it and I'm not going to move on. I'm not going to, I didn't see it and I won't acknowledge it. Um, and so we're going to do some big things, go back and listen to the episodes we, we referenced. Um, and yeah, we will see you in 2023 season four. Check that bitch. Because listen, <laughs> if you thought we, who would have thought we would have be here for three seasons over a hundred episodes Not over 100 episodes we're ranked number 75 in the czech republic you know yeah, we what are. I mean? they Hold love on. us we I'm can't even prepared. get through the goddamn crowd without having to give out all the grass <laughs> yeah, Prague, shit. Prague. You know we can't go we, we go to prague we can't even eat dinner Dude, okay. We can't even go back and even peacefully eat a goddamn check steak no. without be, no. get the get the get no. off me. Get stop no. touching me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But not. wait till we do just imagine the shit we're about to do in season four. Crazy. Crazy. I would love if we were we were just big in like obscure countries. Like just, <laughs> we're wait, international. just just wait till Sweden catches the film black and white bug. Like wait, you know what? You think we're big now. Wait till Greenland yeah. catches on. Yeah. yeah. We were we it's were big in India bad. for a minute there, right? Like right. a lot of our viewership came from India. So India, yep. Czech Republic, they know about yep. us. We'll go do a live show. We'll go do a live show in India. We'll 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 yeah. go to Prague. We'll yeah. we'll visit all y'all. Just I don't yeah, know keep listening. Live show when America there. won't appreciate you, guess what? Someone else will. That's true. Check um, that bitch. Gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success. <laughs> uh Brian, the first step, please. Hey Please. folks. Hey folks. No man. We've been here for two hours. All of a sudden, it's everybody wants to start just trying to skip it's out true. on this shit. Look, we should like, we should bask. We should stride across no. their bones, huh? You we thank you, dark side. <laughs> my my favorite dark side. Look, like, what, what I'm saying you. is if you want to know what Marcus is talking about, read a book. Okay. Read a book. <laughs> I talked about Dune. If you're like, what's Dune? It's a book. It's a book. Just stop listening to this podcast. Go go read now. a book. Go read well, Dune. Because guess what? Of All of your favorite it. movies, they're based on a book. I guarantee it. And go read the book and you're going to enjoy the movie tenfold. Go read a book to enjoy movies. That's true. true. Nobody talking about to play some music real quick. Okay. It takes a Okay. Okay. Okay, we had, we'll just wait. Uh, all right, I think we're good to go. Okay, the to drink some water. Look, y'all, go into 2023 uh, with a full glass of water, feeling well hydrated. Um, it's important that you do so, or otherwise, 
could be looking ashy or just feeling kind of gross. So make sure you drink enough water. And I'm going to and just keep in mind, if you're going to drink rumple mints, you got to balance that out with some water or you're going to wake up feeling it. Um, so I'm going to kick it on over to the man, the myth, the legend. Listen, for the last step. I want my brothers in pod to lift their drinks up. All right. I think Brian's done with his drink now, but I may, I, I, I may may or may not have finished it. Listen, congratulations on three fantabulous seasons of this fucking podcast. We are the best fucking podcast when it comes to films, television, pop culture. We really do this shit in real life. Okay, we are for the average fan, and if you're not listening to us, guess what? At this point, we are no longer begging you. You are missing out on this shit yourself. Okay, they know about us in the Czech Republic. They know about us in it's India. True. They know about us in my mama it's house. True. Okay, because they because they listen. You know what I mean? If you're not listening, that's on you. But cheers to these great gentlemen on a wonderful fucking season. I cannot wait to see what we do next. And the final step is you cannot listen to us if you don't wash your ass. Okay, because that is just the final step of the step it's the triangle and the strongest part of the triangle is having fresh ass and fresh ass crack so use some baby wipes not just the towels use some um witch hazel wipes because that cures up anything you got going on down there make sure you drink enough water you don't want a hemorrhoid you don't want to get a hemi or anything like that do your part drink some water and tune in for season four absolutely well we hope everybody has an enjoyable holiday season happy hanukkah to those who celebrate it's the second night of hanukkah i believe it is Um, the second night of hanukkah so enjoy that um and stay safe stay healthy over this time um enjoy kicking it with your loved ones and we will see you all for season four coming soon check that bitch check that bitch air water jesus tell your mama